Humans, uh, this is uh, the final Hate Watch, Great Watch of the year, and uh, Allison went back to Connecticut to be with her, you know, family, her extended, very, very wealthy Connecticut family, Blue Bloods, uh, for the for the holidays. Uh, so it's just me, and um, I'm gonna record this episode. And oh, what's that? What? I didn't even see. It. Oh, sorry, hold on. I'll just delete this. Uh, let me just open this last present. I didn't even see this. What? Oh, it's Tina and Beerman. Hi. Uh, Merry Christmas and all that. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Yeah, I mean, you've been under that tree a long time, dude. Yeah, it's been at least, it's, this is three days after Christmas, so you guys I have been down We missed weeks. everything. <laughs> we missed the holidays. Is my family okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> everything outside is so bad. <laughs> I'm going to go back under the tree. It's gotten worse. Put us back. <clears throat> <laughs> Welcome to another weird, <laughs> awkward beginning episode of Hate Watch, Great Watch. I think it was pretty good. We've been more awkward. <laughs> it's a good bit. Yeah, yeah we're, we're doing, yeah, had props. Sound props. Foley. Had, had Foley. <laughs> it's been your dream. It's, I love, I've always, that's one of my dream jobs, Foley I artist. I know. If you want to hire Hunter to do your Foley, <laughs> he is available. Yep. He does it all in his mouth like Michael Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Winslow do a whole lot of love. Yeah. It's amazing. It's incredible. You should get Michael Winslow on the show. Uh, I, I think, honestly, I think I've invited him on in the past. <laughs> I think I, th- I think I think sure. I might have been on that episode. I'm pretty sure I was like, Michael Winslow, open invitation, please come on. Whoa, 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 who's that? Oh, it's Michael Winslow. <laughs> you do your Michael Winslow impression. <laughs> I don't know. This is bad. This is real bad. <laughs> Michael Winslow, you need to come on the show. We need you. Uh, he left. He just Save left. Us. Yeah, this is the last Hate Watch, Great Watch of 2022. It's, it's right in the, that liminal, that liminal space between liminal. Christmas and New Year's. Um, so we thought we'd uh, you know keep the Christmas spirit going with a, a Christmas classic that we all have heard of and seen. The Great Rupert, also called A Christmas Wish, from yeah. 1950. I didn't know it had two names. That was confusing last night. Yeah, you texted Which me and I was... did you watch? A Christmas Wish. That's the one I watched, because I asked you yesterday, I was like, was it in color? And you said, you watched on Tubi and it was on black and white. So I looked it up on Tubi and there's the black and white Great Rupert and then there's A Christmas Wish that was in color and it was rated PG-13. So I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this one. Oh, wow. Yeah, mine was in color, too. Oh, okay. There's yeah, have... I watched the black and white one. It's um, it's not rated. It's passed because at the time it was just like you either pass the ratings yeah, board or there's right. no you know. communism in it. Right. That was what they were looking for. <laughs> so uh, the fun part of it is, though, it's not filmed in color. It's colorized. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's got that real cool, like, pastel drawn over. I love that. 
Yeah, that's what I was telling Grayscale. German before we had wa- any of us had watched it after we'd chosen it. I was like, yeah, I looked up some photos, and some of the photos are colorized. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah, I was like, so I don't know if it'll be colorized or black and white, and then I watched it, it was black and white, but I was like, I knew it had been released a couple of times, mm-hmm. and also that it, because it was uh, from 1950, it's been put on a bunch of, like, Christmas classics discs. And it's in the public stuff. domain now. Yes. Um, so you can watch this on a bunch of different places. Uh, Tubi, for instance, has... So I looked at it on Prime um, under the great Rupert name, and it was like, Amazon Prime doesn't care about the quality of what they put on. Like, I've heard this a bunch on other podcasts and other from from people just like, oh, it was like a terrible transfer of something. They just want to be able to say, like, we have 10,000 films in our film library or whatever, mm-hmm. but they don't care about 9,000 of them, you know, like. Yeah. So it was like a terrible transfer that had, like, it had vertical hold issues. Like, it was skipping. It was like an oh. old VHS yeah, probably, transfer. Yeah, it probably was. It was yeah. Just a VHS. And I was just like, oh. So I was like, well, I'll put it on Tubi. If it's the same thing, I'll just leave it. If it's mm-hmm. better, then it's better. And it was great. It was like a great transfer. It was clear. I could hear. I could see. Like, everything was great. And I was like, man, fucking prime. Yeah, I watched it on Pluto. Oh, okay. It was great on Pluto. I mean, yeah. there were commercial breaks, but... Otherwise, yeah, same with Tubi. Yeah. Tubi has ads, but I I got no problem with that. No, it's fine. No, it's a pee break. Right. It's my snack break. My refill my popcorn break. Yeah, honestly, because I was like, I got in from work. I had a bunch of crap to do, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it tonight. It was like a Sunday night, and Allison was at work. So I was like, I got to watch this and take all my notes uh, in enough time that I can then like start dinner. So I was like, well, I'm kind of hungry. One of my roommates was cooking something in the kitchen, you know, and I was like... I don't have time to like make anything. I just had like there's like a half a bag of chips here, so I was like, all right, I'll take. I took notes like mm-hmm. during the thing, and every time I went to commercials, like chip, 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 chip. Like okay, and then back to notes. Like I'm like, oh thank God, because I would have just been like so grumpy. Because it was like I don't know, eight o'clock at night or whatever. But you can't watch this movie hangry. No, <laughs> that's a rule. It's a weird movie. So Tina is filling in once again as my special guest host, Tina Dillon. Thank you for being here. Of course. And our guest today is Brian Bierman, his 15th appearance. The most ever by anybody, without a doubt. No question, undisputed. <laughs> Top Makes of the you tower. feel good, huh? I feel great. Good. I'm glad you feel great. Now that I am the co-host again, I <laughs> will be exceeding your number. But, you know, I we mean, already, you can have this we moment. We established that, that the co-host moment. doesn't count. Oh, it 100% no, counts. No, it doesn't. It does. You're the only person who thinks it doesn't. It's an asterisk. It's the only person that it affects. That's why it... That, that. <laughs> well, that's why you care, but it, nobody else cares. Oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have a... How come I don't get a prop? I don't get a noisemaker? See? What do you want? You should, you should get a glockenspiel. Okay. Didgeridoo? Oh. Dude, Aid some... Thrift was selling a didgeridoo like last week for 60 bucks. No, that's gone now. And I know. And I was like, should I get it? Because yeah. Beerman and I are recording a Christmas song for uh, Dracula Elvis to re- record. Have we talked about this? Excuse me. Oh, man. I was like, as soon as I said that, I was like, I don't think I've told Tina. All of the things you just said don't sound like they belong in the same sentence. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I started talking, I was like, I don't think I've told Tina any of this. <laughs> so... Has a performer alter ego, Dracula Elvis. Wow. And, and I wrote a, uh, a song for her that she recorded and p- put on um, the cinematic crypt. Uh, in October, she did a like radio episode that was just like spooky songs. So she's doing another one in December, but it's all Christmas stuff. And she wanted me to write a Christmas song. So I wrote it, and Bierman's helping me. He's playing the piano because I can't play keys at all. Uh, so he's putting the piano on it today. Um, that's what we were doing before you got here, and that's what we'll continue doing after we're done this. 
But like, I saw that uh, the didgeridoo, and I was like, "Fuck, should I write maybe the only Christmas song that's got a didgeridoo in it?" Because like, but I was at work, and I knew by the time I got down there, they would be closed for the night. And I was like, mm, "I should have." You've made a fatal error. I should have messaged him and been like, "Hey, could you hold that didgeridoo for me? I'll pick it up on Sunday." One hundred percent. Also, if I had known that <laughs> had this Dracula, Dracula Elvis, Dracula Elvis, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, bit, I would have hired her for my wedding. Uh, it's new. Oh. Yeah, it's it. Because we had a singer who did an Elvis impression for. Oh my, yeah. My wedding, yeah. What uh? What what what? He didn't like dress like Elvis or anything, but um, our first dance song was an Elvis song. So he. What song? Uh, can't help falling in love. Oh, and good. he sang it. And he sang it That's like great. Elvis. That's great. Um, That's great. I didn't actually know he was gonna sing it like Elvis. Well, how could you not? But he he really laid into it. <laughs> good for you. That's great. That's a that's a that's a, a good omen. He was left a stellar review. But if I had known about, well, I guess yeah, wasn't the right time. No, no, but yeah, it's like a recent thing. Uh, after the Elvis movie, the Baz Luhrmann Elvis like really cemented it. She was like, "Oh, you can write songs." I was like, "Write me a song." I was like, "All right." And she didn't think I would do it. I just used an old music line that I had like from back in the Nervous Rex, and I wrote new lyrics for it. And then I recorded it because it was just me and a guitar. And, like, I, I could do that. But I was like, oh, Christmas song. Like, it should have keys. It should be, like, nice and choral and, you know, kind of. So Beerman's much better at that than does, I am. Does he get real heavy-handed like they do in this movie with the piano? <laughs> with the piano, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I Can he control himself? Yeah. Uh, no, no. No, he's <laughs> exactly. He's, he, was, he was Jimmy Durantying all over the yeah. <laughs> It's not Jimmy Durante who's real heavy-handed. It's the other guy whose name I don't know. Yeah. Whatever his, I don't know. Um, I don't know him from anything. No, it's uh, hold on. I wrote everybody's names down. It's the um, the son, right? The father. Pete? Oh, right, Mr. Dingle. Mr. Dingle. Whatever, Mr. Dingle. Mr. Dingle. I forget what he keeps saying to him. He keeps telling him softer or something. I don't know what he says, but he like yeah, yeah. He, he's playing it too hard. And he never and he tells him the whole song and he never quiets down. He no. just keeps doing it. Yeah, he just yeah. keeps playing. It's really what's, what song is it? It's, he does Jingle Bells, and, and then, then he does a song. And then it turns into something else. It's like a song. It's like, why can't Christmas be twice a year or something yes. like that? Yes. Yeah, that's right. And But yeah, he's like... he he's the, Jimmy Durante is like an incredible piano player. Yeah, that was and his... And he's really playing... That was his bit, like... Yeah, and then like this other guy is playing the high parts of the piano. Yeah. He's like, soft. And he's fucking it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that had to be an old Durante bit. I that like... was my guess. Yeah, I'm sure. Because like, like he was a vaudeville guy. Yeah. I like how meta that character is, too. Oh, where what when the you... house is on fire and they're <laughs> I, I running out. I don't want to miss the Jimmy Durante uh, yeah, show. Yeah. He's like, he's like grab, the, grab the bear with the radio head. I don't want to miss the Jimmy Durante show. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. That was... I was like, what? He's trying to plug his fucking radio show. Oh, yeah. man. Dude, it was good. Should we explain what we're talking about? Yeah. I mean, Brian suggested this. Do you want to explain well, your thought process behind this? Yeah. So you asked me to come on for a Christmas movie. And I'm, since I'm on so much, since I'm the person that's been on the most, uh, and now I'm like I'm I'm bored of it. I'm on so much. It's it's, you like, could just it's stop boring for me. No, no, no. But I want to push it to new to new weird directions. Mm-hmm. So every time I come on now, I I I I, I, I do a. <laughs> He's like, getting sun raw with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told me to do a Oscar bait movie, and we did a Shawshank. Shawshank, yeah. and then so every time I come on, I try to do something different. 
And so I was like, well, I want to do an old movie. And so I looked up on Wikipedia a list of Christmas movies, and it said, by year, came across 1950, The Great Rupert. A squirrel accidentally helps two dysfunctional families during Christmas. And I was like, yeah, we're that, we're absolutely doing that. Yeah. And I was like, let me see if I can find it. And I looked it up, and it was a colorized version of the, a close-up of the squirrel. And I didn't want to look up anything else, but I was like, I... And the I, squirrel in, like, the kilt. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's adorable. The, Rupert. The great Rupert. The great Rupert as, as himself. Yeah. <laughs> you see, he's uh, credited as himself. Uh, yeah. Well, and he should be. <laughs> so good. Did the be... So, that's why I was like, we gotta... I, And so, did the beginning of yours, the the... The opening credits, because you watched the black and white one, was it like title cards with drawings of Rupert? Yeah. And he was like each, it was like director, and it was him as a yeah, director. Yeah, in the director's chair with like that big <laughs> megaphone. Okay, yeah, I yeah. wanted to make sure that was in the, yeah. Uh... Yeah, it's great. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, I think I already really like this movie. Like, oh, I like yeah. I like good title cards, I like, you know. Um, it's got a cute squirrel in yeah. it. Yeah. When I went to go watch it last night. Yeah, bef- so I texted you. I was like, hey, do you want... I think I sent you, like, basically that as a plot description. Like, a squirrel accidentally helps two families... Yeah, two down-and-out was- <laughs> families on Christmas. I was like, do you want to do this? And you were like, sure. And then I was like, it's... it's You know, you can stream it here and here and here and here. I didn't look it up. I was going to say, did you look up anything about no, it beforehand? No. Okay. Last night, I, like, turned on my Chromecast, and you can search with your yeah. voice. So I hit the button, and I said, the Great Rupert. And I said, the Great Rupert, and, like, a Christmas wish came up on every different channel yeah. and i was like let me try this again yeah when you texted and I hit me the button when you texted me like hey is this under another name i was like like google you know i was like right. great rupert also known as this like right release under, and i was like oh yeah it is like holy shit well i didn't want to google it because i didn't want to know anything <laughs> yeah. about it so that's why i asked you but as i was waiting for you to answer i like see just the little description pop up and it's like christmas squirrel whatever and yeah, i was like, I was like uh, this has to be the right. same unless there's two jimmy Durrani squirrel <laughs> christmas movies <laughs> He was like, this is my thing now. <laughs> I'm done with the piano. <laughs> I was waiting for you. I was like, while I was watching, I was like, because you do impressions on the show. And I was like, I know you got to do, you gotta do a Jimmy Durant. <laughs> You're like, Hunter does a lot of impressions. Also, I know he watched Looney Tunes. <laughs> um, there are a million Jimmy Durant. Well, I, I, I was Tunes. thinking about it, too, because I was watching it and I was like, somebody's car- somebody has a voice that's a parody of him. But they don't, it's not a specific, they just do the voice. And I was like, what is it? And it's um, Doggy Daddy from. Uh, oh, yeah. The Doggy Daddy and, oh, was it Augie Doggy? Doggy. Da- yeah. yeah. And he's oh, like, and yeah. he's like, son, son, we gotta yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, oh, that's, that's, I mean, I know him from Frosty because he just, he's the voice yeah. of Frosty, but. Uh, I yeah. mean, and, you know, he does all the well, these Christmas, so old Christmas songs and shit. I specifically looked it up back, you know, uh, in the old, old, like, Warner Brothers pre like looney tunes but around the time that merry melodies was uh happening and stuff they would do those like weird animated hollywood whatever like type cartoons yes and durani's in all of those yeah and like so i was like i was trying to find like specific titles i didn't find every one but i did find um cartoon canine canteen which i remember seeing Uh, so the plot is the, this is from uh, Wikipedia. The canine pets of Hollywood stars meet and decide they need their own nightclub. The cartoon tours the nightclub and presents a series of vignettes featuring dog-styled caricatures of Hollywood celebrities. Okay. So I looked it up and I watched it. And so here's a bunch of the people that I like. I was we like, oh, I knew this should was. have also included this on the <laughs> podcast. So it has dog versions of Edward G. Robinson. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. Jimmy Durante's at the bar. I have. A, I took a 
I got a screenshot of Jimmy Durante at the bar. Oh my god, uh, he's got a big nose. <laughs> yeah, he was so Durante in real life was uh, he called himself the Great Schnozola. He has a giant nose. He's a very big nose, uh, and Schnozola is the Italianization of the Yiddish word for nose. Yeah, that's what like his Wikipedia uses that yeah, phrase. It's like, oh okay, <laughs> Great Schnozola. So. Jimmy Durante, Edwin, who, uh, yeah, he's a famous goofball. Like you probably a lot of again, he's parodied in a lot of those old like Looney Tunes and stuff. Yeah, cartoons. What, what, what is he? He's kind of like a high voiced guy uh, with like big round him, glasses. But yeah, to, uh... but he's from Philly actually. Oh, as an actor. But yeah, he he played a lot of like he played kind of like this kind of guy. Like he would you know, oh, okay, like, yeah, like one of these guys. And and yeah. the, they parody him in yeah. cartoons. Yes, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Ventriloquist Edgar Bergen and his doll Charlie McCarthy. They're both in it. <laughs> They're both in this as dogs. Okay. Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Bing Crosby. Lauren Bacall. And then, so the Wikipedia explained this is Babbitt and Cat Stello. Yes. Who, which, are, who are previously a, existing yes, ca- yes, cartoon they're characters already, in a whole series of cat themed Abbott and yes, Costello rip off ab- cartoons. Yes, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, holy shit. That's how I knew. I, I saw that before I saw Abbott and Costello. Yeah. The I cats. probably did too. Yeah. Yeah. Babbitt and Catzilla. And it's they're, <laughs> It's just, it's completely 100% just them stealing. doing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they put them in this. Because yeah. they were like, well, we got these. Got these established. Animals, right. uh, there are dog versions of Dagwood and Blondie from the cartoons, the wow. comic strip Blondie. <laughs> So there are dog versions of other cartoon of, characters. Of, of comic strip characters, yeah. Leopold Stokowski, okay. who's fa- the famous conductor uh, conductor of the Philadelphia Orchestra. And Bugs Bunny dresses up like him right. in yeah. one, of the com- in, one of the cartoons. In one of those cartoons, and that's what like, he's walking up to the podium and everyone's going, Leopold, yeah. Leopold. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he conducts it, and like it works. Like yeah. people believe him. Yeah, that's with the like, he's got his hair slicked down, his shoulders real high. like Yeah. They, uh... His ears. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's great. Um, yeah, that's Leopold Sikowski. Uh Yeah, but yeah, Philadelphia Orchestra. Sinatra's there. Dorothy Lamore, Rita Hayworth, Kate Smith, Catherine Hepburn, and then it ends with a big musical number that has Harry James, who's a famous band leader who was also parodied in a million things. Uh, Tommy Dorsey, who's Jimmy Dorson, Dorsey's brother. He was a trombonist, a conductor, and a composer. Lionel Hampton, who's a jazz guy, played with Mingus, and uh, so I wrote down a couple of Charlie Parker, Quincy Jones, Benny Goodman. Benny Goodman, who is also there. <laughs> yeah. And Durante again, but playing piano. Oh, okay. Like, this is this dog band. Yeah. yeah. And that's how, the, that's how the cartoon ends. That's amazing. It's, like, yeah. wild. And I was like, I definitely saw this as a kid. Like, I haven't thought about it in I remember forever. we watched, we, you bought a DVD of them. I, we might even talked about this on the show for whatever reason. Yeah, but, that dog's uh, got a face like chewing gum, just yeah. like Jimmy Durante. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Tim playing the piano. We, we we watched one of these, one of the ones was like one where it's like, they were just in a Hollywood bar and it was a bunch of actors. And we knew some of them, but we yes. had to get your mom to be like, who is this a parody of? Yeah. And she would be like, oh, it's whatever. Yeah. It was she, like, right. it's from the third. It's like old. It was old for her to like, like it was before her time. She's like. Uh, right. But, but like. The same way I know who Jimmy Durante is. Yeah. Like, I looked it up. I was like, let me look up Jimmy Durante. Like, he died in 1980. Mm-hmm. So he died three years before I was born. But I, I'm familiar with him from this. And it's like that for her, where she was like, oh, like, I know of yeah. these people. Like, this is old hat. You know? Yeah, I watched this growing up. Right. So when, you know, it's like when I'm hanging out with, you know, some friends, children or whatever, 
in you know in my 60s and they're like hey uh hey uncle hunter uh what's this stupid cartoon you know cartoon cat a parody of i'm like oh that's uh jeremy renner (laughs) (laughs) he broke both his arms on that tag movie (laughs) you remember that you guys remember that you kids remember that (laughs) that's what uh and also also I came up in my looking up Jimmy Durante based cartoons. <laughs> Something I never heard of called the Gruesome Twosome, which is two cats, and one of them is based on Durante. But, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that. Doesn't either. look familiar to but me. But I though. know which one's Durante. Yeah, yeah you can tell. <laughs> you can figure it out. So just some interesting weird little uh, factlets. Uh, yeah, I was I... reading all about him because uh, because uh, he's like Durante. He's likable in this movie. He he's is. always like like he's not like. Knockout funny, but he always has like always has like a, a line. He's got patter. Yeah, and he's like throughout the movie, he's like no matter what happens, he's like positive and like. It would be like grading if he wasn't so he said like positive, uh, you know, outlook because he's always trying to talk, like bullshit his way out yeah, of a problem. Yeah, he's kind of scaring, scamming people and lying. Like like the beginning of the movie lying. is how how they're gonna. They're going to stay in this place without paying rent for six months before they get thrown out. Yeah. So that's the thing I like about this movie is like it, it definitely like skirts the line, um, which is the thing that happens in Christmas movies all the time where they get like of being like too saccharine and too sad. Yeah. It's just like this is a bummer. Yeah. Because it's straight up, you know, we, we, we just talk, yeah, like we talked about the there's that song, The Christmas Shoes. Oh, yeah. Where it's just like, what's the like saddest thing we can think of? Okay, this little kid is so poor. Yeah, or like his mom dies of cancer and he's right. trying to buy her shoes, but he doesn't have the money for. It. It's just like, what's like the most saddest thing we can think of to like right. make people cry around Christmas? Right, because it's the end of the year and people get introspective. So it's like, oh, we'll make a song for that, and that's what like that little match girl is like that, you know. Here's... And the gift of the Magi is they, you could they sort of like sugarcoat the gift of the Magi by being like it's it's wrapped in it's a love story but like the little match girl is just like the most depressing like fable <laughs> you know I don't know that oh yeah. it's like a little girl selling matches you, you know used to sell matches like yeah. to to you know make ends meet um and she ends up like nobody's buying her matches so she's like freezing to death and just lighting one match after another and then she freezes to death in the snow yeah it's awful yay merry that one, christmas that one is sad however the christmas shoes i don't think is sad no no you don't think i'm a monster but here's the reality uh your mom's dying. She doesn't need fucking shoes. <laughs> no, but 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 it's for her funeral though, because it's, it's. Who's looking at her feet? The, well, he, well, in the song, he's well, like. Well, her face wasn't anything uh, to write home about, so we're, oh we're only God. open the bottom. You made, you of made the it worse, Hunter. I thought I was bad. You made it worse. You in took the, it there. In the song, he's. he's That's a he, line of the song, isn't it? My ugly mother's. Dying. No, no, no. Look, no, no. I, I will tell you this: they could, if they can't afford shoes, they can't afford an open <laughs> no. casket fucking funeral. In the song, no, no, no. I'm explaining because they explain it in the song. He says that. He wants her to look nice for when she meets God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so because he's a little kid, he's fucking stupid. Well, we uh, could make this much easier and explain to him that God don't give a shit well, about her no, shoes. Apparently, he, he's at an apartment store by himself being like, he's like, can you, will you buy me shoes? Like, who's watching this kid? So, there, there's a bunch of problems with this. But they explain that. They do explain why he's he needs these shoes. No, I remember, yeah. Oh, I, The explanation is there. It's not a good one. No, it's not good. I, listen, I don't like it. I don't, I, I, I think it's stupid. <laughs> I don't write it, but I do collect the royalties. <laughs> Christmas shoes. Yeah, I wrote the Christmas socks, which was a ripoff of it. Socks are more important. 
It's about putting on I a mean, puppet if you're, show. If you're laying in a hospital bed, you want socks. Yeah, yeah, those. But they usually give you socks. those grippy ones that yeah, are way too the, big. With yeah. the, mm-hmm. with the yeah, they got the little, yeah, little thingies. I had a, I had a couple of pairs of those as a kid because I was prone to slap falling down the stairs a lot. Yeah, it checks out. Yeah, my mom yeah. was like, "Hey, I got you these. You gotta <laughs> I think wear it'll these help. now." Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I got them for Christmas. They were, one set was green, one set was red. I, you know, And they had, like, little, the little, like, chevron, like, mm-hmm. design on the sole. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, because, like, I would just walk around in socks all the time, and I was an exuberant youth, and our, our stairs didn't have, didn't have carpet on them. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm like, fall down the stairs. My mom's like, you're all right? I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> I didn't start getting hurt falling down the stairs until I was, like, in my late teens, early 20s. Yeah. But for the first, like, 20 years of my life, I was bulletproof. Children are buoyant. Yeah. They just bounce back. Yeah, it's like, get up, dust them off, you're fine. Yeah, it's fine. So, before we before we dive into the plot of the movie, real quick, other famous The Greats? Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby's good. Previous episode. Um, the Great Gonzo. Yeah. Great Gonzo. Great Gazoo. Uh, yes. What is The Great Gazoo? Oh, from the Flintstones? He was the little green UFO oh. guy who would appear and be like, Hey there, dum-dum! Whoa, <laughs> you've unlocked a memory. <laughs> And Fred would be like, I gotta figure out what to get Wilma for whatever. And he'd be like, yeah, Dum Dum, we'll just knock Barney out and steal his Christmas shoes or whatever. He needs him to see Jesus. <laughs> We're going to see Jesus, Dum Dum. Uh, yeah, I forgot about the Great That's the Christmas episode. Nice. The Christmas Flintstones. There probably is one. There, I'm sure there is. Yeah. yeah. The Great. Great Kali. Great Muda. Great Muda, Great Kali. Great Kabuki. Great Kabuki. I guess it's not, that's great, but that's not the great. I guess the greatest specifically, yeah. Well, it's the Great Muda. Uh, Catherine the Great. Mm, but it would have to be the Great Catherine for this to work. It's true. Because then it's Alexander the Great. That's Alexander. The Great, that's comma, the Catherine. <laughs> the Great, no, no, no. comma, Catherine. That's how, she, that's how she's in my role today. <laughs> Catherine the Great. Was she the horse lover? Like, we like lover love how? Yeah, right, Not the yeah. way that this Ooh. one lady did. Uh... <laughs> Hold on, let me look this up before I cast a you wanna, on history. Do you yeah, want to yeah, Google that? I'm sure I've Googled it before. <laughs> yeah, so Catherine the Great, the rumor was that she died having sex with a horse. That it fell on her. It was suspended in a contraption and it fell and crushed her. That's the rumor. I so guess think- it all stems from she had like a portrait or a couple portraits painted like on horseback, which was, I guess, unusual. I don't really know. But I don't think that's unusual for any <laughs> I don't know. Anyone in history to but, have portraits on horseback? Well, look at that. She's got a painting with a horse. She wants to fuck I, horses. I mean, we could spread the rumor about Elizabeth. I've been watching The Crown. She's real into breeding horses. Like, real into it. It's very weird. <laughs> She's real into it. She's real into breeding horses and corgis together. Oh. She just wanted a corgis? corgi that she could ride. Corgis. Cor- corses? Corses? Chorgis. Oh. Uh-uh. No, that one that one crosses a line somehow. Chorgus? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it sounds like something that comes out of your throat. I've unveiled the Chorgus. My prize Chorgus. This is just turned into yeah, Hello yeah. the Queen! Hello the Queen <laughs> Which we said way too often. That's true. Um other famous greats. Great and powerful Oz. Okay, yeah. 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 That's, that's all I can think of. Because I, I, I was like, I, I was like, there's other the greats, but I didn't want to think too much about it before this, before we started recording. I don't want to come with a bunch of prepared ones. I was just like, 
I was like, yeah. No, we wanted this magic that yeah. we just recorded. That's fun. And hopefully, uh, you know, if listeners can... Uh, yeah, think of more of the greats. Yeah. It's right, hate, watch, great ones. W-R-I-T-E-H-W-G-W, gmail.com. Send us your the greats. Famous the greats. Have you gotten any more about about the, the sumo wrestlers now? No, no follow-up yet. We'll you blocked see. them, didn't you? I Honestly, I, I can't remember. Did I, if I said I did, I did. Yeah, but I, I can't remember if I did. I probably did. I would very much like if they created a new, new account, account to ask you about sumo wrestlers. They could ask you about your phone background. Why she hidden the sumos with her cart. That's right. Get that tattooed on me. That's on one of my tombstone. <laughs> Why the lady hidden the sumos with her cart. Let's Ryan? start. Yeah, now Ryan, let's record. Wanna... Yeah, I'll hit record. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for climbing out of that present. Um, all right. Uh, well, uh, Brian, do you want to walk through the plot? It's pretty simple. It's simple, but it sounds insane. Yeah, it's it's, it's my preconception before this reading, just reading the that plot description, and like like I said, I, I got photos for it. I was like, oh, the squirrel is like clearly wearing clothes, doing stuff. I was like, oh, so it's going to facilitate like them. I wasn't sure, like either yeah, making money or that's what I thought, or like put their get their families together or something, or maybe like it was like a Hetfield McCoy's like the families used to get along and now they don't, and the squirrel's gonna somehow bring them together like some you know Christmassy like kind of heartwarming thing, and I was like oh okay, I totally did not expect that this move this squirrel does almost nothing in this movie. Yeah, the it's, it's like, named after the squirrel, and it does. Yeah, speaking it, of the great and powerful Oz, like that movie yeah. is called The Wizard of Oz. The wizard is barely in it. In the beginning of the movie, it's like they cut cut to this like little apartment, and it's this old man who has like a real. It's a live squirrel. Like he, yeah. Has they like cut a, back yes. and forth in the in the far shots. It's always a live action squirrel in no. clothes. But the and the close-ups, it's always the stop motion. Sometimes there's one far shot where it, it's dancing. Oh yes, the dancing like, shots. It's like a it's a match. Uh, yeah. yeah, match shot. So it's like this little. He's talking to to Rupert. Rupert is the squirrel, and he's saying that he used to be a animal trainer. He was a lion tamer. Because a guy comes in, he's he's here to show this guy like I got yeah. a great new act. This guy is Joe, played by Jimmy Conlon, and yeah, he's got his dancing squirrel, and somebody named Phil. Played by Chick Chandler. Wow, that's an old timey name. Chandler. That's a very nineteen fifties. Wow, you know. that's a great name. Yeah, um, he he comes in. Yeah, he's an agent, which we don't quite find out till later. I was like, who is this guy? But um, and yeah, you find out Joe used to be a lion tamer in the circus. Yeah, and he's and he like, I like, can't represent a squirrel act, Joe. Well, well, so he's like, all right. He's like, here's Rupert, and he sees it's a squirrel. And he's like, say hello, Rupert. And Rupert fucking takes his fucking hat yeah, off. Yeah, tips his cap to him. And they cut to the guy, and he's like, his like eyes open wide. And I was like, wow, he's going to be amazed at this. Because I would, if if a, a squirrel, if I saw a squirrel right. wearing a little golf hat, and it like tipped its cap to me, I would be like, holy shit. And this guy's immediately just like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I don't, we, we don't care about this. Nobody wants to see a squirrel do it. He doesn't even let him do his dance or anything. He, like, doesn't let him do his act and shit. Well, because he's not box office. Yeah, he's like, he's not box office. He keeps saying he's not box office. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a running joke in the movie, because, like, yeah. He didn't even let Rupert fucking do... Because he, well, he's like, the people can't see him from the uh, balconies, because he's too small, I guess. But it's like, you didn't even see what he could do. He, he can fucking dance. He does dances and shit. Yeah. So when they do the dance, it's a, it's a, it's a stop-motion, like, squirrel... And the guy who directed it, I was reading George Powell. Who he's like, the producer. 
Oh, he didn't direct it? No, no. The director is a guy named uh, Irving Peichel. Oh, okay. Or Pichel. I'm so, not sure. But he's an actor, too. Um, Irving Peichel, I think. But he's in a great, one of the great uh, Universal-like sequels. He's in Dracula's Daughter as, like, her right-hand man named Sandor. George Powell's the producer. So he made, like, cartoons. He fled Nazi Germany, apparently, and made cartoons... And he, the cartoon, they were called puppet tunes, and yes. I think, I don't know if they were also stop motion or whatever. But this was like he wanted to do a, a a feature, and this was like his first feature film. And apparently, he did this to get the money to make a movie called Destination Moon. Yes, that he did after this, which I yeah. want to see because this they said it was like one of the first like yeah big sci-fi movies and it was like tipped off it like started the 50s like boom of sci-fi movies he is a huge figure in early science fiction he produced because i was like i know like i'm familiar with his name so i looked up his credits yeah he directed uh or sorry he produced this and destination moon in the same year they released yeah. the same year destination moon is like it's one of those movies where it's like it's just selling you on the belief that like all this is like, it looks real, it's really happening. Like, there's not, like, a big crazy story. It's like they fly up to a an asteroid, and that's it, kind of. Like, you know, they solve some minor thing, and they go back to Earth. That's it. Uh, a bunch of those. So he, he produced that. When Worlds Collide in 1951, famous for inspiring the Power Man 5000 song. Wow. But he produced the original War of the Worlds in 53. Okay. Conquest of Space, which is another, like, early sci-fi thing in 55. The Time Machine, or the first Time Machine yeah, in 1960. Yes, and a favorite weird bad movie of mine and Allison's, uh, The Seven Faces of Dr. Lau oh, in 57 or something. I've um, about that before. Which is, uh, sorry, no, did I say 57? 64. Yeah, that's, uh, what's his name from The Odd Couple? Tony Randall. Playing all these different parts, playing The Seven Faces of Dr. Lau, and some of them are Asian, so it's kind of cringe- inducing uh to watch it now but it's like a fun weird like ray bradbury type story about like a magic circus coming to town and everybody learning like moral lessons but pretty cool um it's just there's some stuff in it where you're like okay couldn't do this now but if you can get past that it's fun um but yeah they all have great special effects physical you know practical effects the seven phase dr lao has like claymation like face morphs and stuff and like creatures and it's awesome yeah, George Powell only produced, like, a handful of things. He was involved in tons of other stuff that he started the ball rolling, but uh, died before they would, you know, they finished and everything. But, like, like the I think uh, uh, Wizard of Oz, I think, was one of the things that he was trying to get off the ground. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, he, he does the stop-motion animations, which are, like, really good. Yeah. They look great. Uh, according to some trivia that I found, George Powell, when once this was released, uh, was inundated with questions and requests about where he got the squirrel. Yeah, because people thought it was so realistic nice. that they, they were thought like, Do you want to hire great. Yeah, Rupert they wanted to birthday. hire Rupert. It's 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 pretty damn good. It's good even by today's standards. Yeah, I read that like. I had the Wikipedia open, so or not Wikipedia, the IMDb trivia open, so that I could like scroll through it to see if there's anything I should be like paying attention to or whatever. And that was one of the things. I was like, okay, I'm gonna really like really pay attention to this stop motion. I was like, yeah, it's fucking good. Also, the the match shot that you mentioned, like 
it's a faraway shot of Joe and then like Rupert's on a table. They're both doing the same dance, like right? Yeah. Isn't he doing the dance too? Yes, they're both and like and it's great. It's you know, but it looks really believable because it's a very simple shot, just done really, really well. Yeah, it looks great. And uh, they're hilarious later on in the movie where it's the- the squirrel just throwing money. Yeah, when it comes so in, he's funny. just like... He's <laughs> the squirrel's just like, the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, a, there is actually <laughs> a look on the squirrel's face where he's like, what the fuck is this? And yeah. he's like tossing it out the hole. Yeah, we'll get I was we'll get very that. confused. That's like, the, that's like the climax, or like the, that's the true plot of the movie. Yeah. I, I was very confused about the layout of these, yeah, the of house. this apartment. Yes. I was like, what I the was, fuck is I, happening? I was as well. Because, like, again, I started to be like, oh, I think I know where this is going. And then it was way different. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I was on board with it. Because yeah. the apartment is ground floor. Right. And then their house is second floor. Like, they, yeah. they, they go up a flight of steps But it's a separate house. building, kind of, Well, right? they're... They're no, they're right alongside each other. They're wall to wall. But here's wall, where wall, yeah. here's where this gets weird. So the fire takes place upstairs. Right. There's no way that the upstairs of that house connected in the way that they showed it to the apartment on the first floor. It started because so, well, of Rupert with the cigarette. Well, right, so yeah. I guess it spread equally like but from he, Rupert's apartment in the middle. But he, uh, Mr. Dingle says so, that he goes to his bedroom to get the money. Yeah. All right. So, let's explain this. I don't know so, if we can. So, <laughs> as we're talking about it, I'm like, I'm more confused. The little, well, 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 it's well, an attached house. Yeah. So the little apartment, um, it's like a converted garage almost, right? Like it's one floor. Yeah, it's almost like those houses that have like a store or like a bodega, like a little thing connected to yeah. it. But it's an apartment. Yeah, it's not like oh, the second floor is our house and we rent the first floor. No, it's like it's no, no, we have the house, adjacent. but it's connected by a wall. Yeah, yeah. For reasons we will explain in a second, Mister Dingle. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get that actor's name so I can stop saying the Dingle family. The Dingle family. Mr. Dingle, Frank Orth, uh, and he's got money coming in. It's a gold mine. It's an actual gold mine, which is yeah. so silly. Um, yeah. But he's got money coming in every week, and he's squirreling it away, no pun intended, in the wall. You, that was you intended. intended. I didn't. I started saying it, and I was like, oh, boy. I was like, Beerman's going to fucking eat me alive. You for this. wrote uh, that one down. I didn't. Uh-huh. But, yeah, and, like, because um, he doesn't trust banks because of the stock market crash. In 1929. You know, a lot of people probably thought like that. Yeah, and it's and it's played. Like, they fucked me once. I'm not, they're not going to me again. No, and when he says that, he's like, I remember what happened in 1929. I was like, fuck. Like, what a drop. But also, like, it's played for laughs. Like, because he keeps being. Yeah. We mentioned the house is on fire at the end, and they're like, yeah, it's, it's insured, right? He's like, no, I don't pay for insurance. They're yeah. not getting a dollar yeah. out of me, those bloodsuckers. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not insured. Like, yeah. and it's played for laughs. But yeah, so he keeps <laughs> stashing his money in the in a knot hole that he has put in the wall, and he won't let anyone, including his wife, see it. Right, and it's in the baseboard of his bedroom. But so on the other side of that is this little apartment That's that like kind of a dump, I guess. Everybody says it's a dump in the right. It so it the baseboard of his second floor bedroom is, I guess, like even with the ceiling of. The little dumpy house that, like, yeah, like I said, it's like a converted garage. It seems like it's one room. Yeah. Because, like, her, uh, the daughter's bed, like, cot is in the front part, and then they have a curtain up. Yeah, they have it separated, but it's not, it's all one space. Yeah, it's all one And they have a glass, like, skylight, and there's a hole in it. There's a broken panel, yeah. 
But so, um, and the great Rupert ends up living in his own apartment, so, which is so, across the ceiling beam in the connecting well, wall, well, and that's where the money ends up. Yeah, so the great Rupert... But I'm just trying to, like, explain the layout of the two apartment, like, houses. Because it, it was weird when I was watching it, because I just assumed it was two separate, like, the same property, but two separate buildings. But then I was like, oh, they're connected. Yeah, they share a wall. But yeah. the technicality is all wrong. It's weird. It. This would only make sense, and I thought that this was the case. I thought that he was tucking that money into, like, the living room wall or the dining room wall, a first floor room wall. Yes. In which case, that would be level with the ceiling of the apartment. But then, when the house catches fire... He mentions that the money is in the bedroom. bedroom yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't check out And he runs up the stairs and gets buffeted by smoke. And yeah. I was like, wait, what? I'm choking. He doesn't leave. No. He, he just, just goes, smoke, smoke, I'm choking. <laughs> and he makes his, his son carry him down the stairs. Uh, it's <laughs> so mean. ridiculous. Pete. Yeah. So the squirrel, the, the guy, I don't remember. Joe. Is, he, he's the. Train, the, ta- yeah. the lion yeah, tamer. Joe. Yeah, Joe. He can't afford the apartment anymore. And, uh, he hasn't paid rent in six months. Yeah, so he he the guy basically he, he Mr. Dingle kicks him out. And he nails a fur rent sign. So he goes to the park. He brings he's gonna get rid of Rupert because he can't afford him or whatever. And he says you'll be the life of the party doing all the little somersaults and cute little tricks that I taught you. <laughs> and he's like he leaves him in a park. He can't friend for himself. Like he's not like a. No, he's a, he's 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 a he's, he's a Hollywood civilized. squirrel. Yeah. yeah, he 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 can't live out in the wild. These savages. Although he kind of does fend for himself, he squirrels away. Yeah. Well, all those nuts. Yeah, but, but at the beginning, the, isn't there two other squirrels that like run by him or something? Well, yeah, so I they mean, almost knock him over. I yeah. also really like that he was gonna let the squirrel free in his little costume. Yeah, and the squirrel yeah, looks then, at him yeah, and he's like, like, "Oh hey, right, man, come on." I, I, he's like, "They will like, make fun of you yeah. mercilessly it's in like that getting outfit." Dropped off by your parents in front of school. <laughs> right, uh, like you're just like a bear or something. He, uh, he like, drop me off around the corner, please. He takes the outfit off of him so he doesn't get made fun of by the other squirrels. Yeah. They never show you the squirrel going back to the apartment. He winds it, up there. Yeah, it, he runs up a tree to get away from a dog. Yeah. And then we see him, like, going from, like, branch to branch, but we never see him, like, yeah, proper end up back at the apartment. But he ends up there in a little hole There's this little... that he lives in, on yeah. top of, like, the top beam in the... Yeah. In the apartment i was like i obviously like it's set up to be shot in a certain way but i was i kept being like how do you miss like that there's a squirrel that's grabbing like shit that you're throwing up out of the, like like throw something up and the squirrel like grabs it and you're just like where did it go like <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite bit it happens so many times yeah and i was just like this is ridiculous it's great but also i like that the squirrel Closes the hole. Yes, yeah, every time yeah, it goes in, it's yeah, like yeah. It, 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 it's not just like a like a mouse hole in the cartoon. It's like he he goes in there and then he like closes it. Yeah, like he uh, puts a, he, he rolls the stone in front of yeah, the yeah, door right. like Jesus, <laughs> and then he comes back. The great Jesus. The great Jesus. Yeah, that was his name, go. right? Yeah. Another great. Now coming to the ring, the great Jesus. Boo. Boo. He's a heel. He's flipping everybody <laughs> off. <laughs> He's doing the like champ arms. Yeah. <laughs> They're booing him. God. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, the squirrel goes back to maybe it's after he lets him go. He runs into uh, what's their names? Amandola Trio. Amandola's yeah. the human pyramid. The yeah. human pyramid. 
and their stories so far. And so yeah. it's Jimmy Durante and his wife, and like they're like daughter who's probably like 14 yeah the mother's queenie smith and uh rosalinda is terry moore she has to be like 13 or 14 because the whole movie they're talking about how she just got too big to be a human pyramid she used to be the top yeah and they can't lift her and she's like i'm too old mom's too fat and uh and uh, uh and now i'm too big for them to lift me yeah so she can't be that old well, she could be about- she could just be very they keep Light. talking about how she like just developed, like yeah, and it's... then and every man is just like, oh my god, oh, it's Jesus, just like it's, it's like, she, but she has to be like thirteen or something. Yeah, now she's so t- uh, Terry Moore. She's um, the lady from um, Mighty Joe Young. She's the I was reading that. Yeah, yeah. is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, she didn't watch this movie for thirty-five years. I read that until fucking Durante's widow, widow was like, "You gotta watch this. Well, you should watch it." Yeah, she never watched it. She said she was Jimmy really loved busy when it came squirrel. out. Squirrel, oh my god, you never <laughs> shut up about it. Squirrel was the best co-star I ever had. Did he say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's probably not wrong though. No, I'm sure he had a blast. Yeah, he apparently was like a late addition to this movie. Like the movie the script was already written mm-hmm. and. I don't honestly know how it would work. Like, I guess they it, just had a different, it was a different actor. So then they were like, oh, we'll add songs and we'll make him more of a grifter character. It couldn't have worked. I, I don't know. It yeah, wouldn't because, have been because, the same Because it's like the squirrel's in the movie for like five minutes. So yeah. the yeah. whole movie is like, he's the main character of and, the movie. And he's interesting and entertaining. Like, yeah. If, if and it the was... whole movie hinges on him and his performance and all. Right. And like the writing's not like bad by any means, but it's not like sparkling like patter you no know, except but there's for him like yeah i think it's the, very quick-witted though. there's some, there's some funny, good stuff there's yeah. some actually like really actually like funny jokes in it yeah uh, like i did laugh out loud watching it he does a lot of those um uh yogi berra yeah like, like double ism. speak kind yeah because uh, he's like he's like oh that's just a what is it it's just a deformation of phrase or whatever yeah or, he's, it's that he's form like, of speech it's a, it's a deformation of speech like, i didn't mean to eavesdrop on your conversation yeah it's so, yeah, it's pretty good. There's a lot of good, good little uh, yeah, like one-liners like that. Um, Eve, Eve's a droop. Oh, this is it. He, she says, know, he, yeah, he goes. I didn't mean to Eve's droop on your conversation. He's like, I just uh, I was out of bed to get uh, the cold water bottle. My feet get hot in the night. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. Just selling this guy just a like, fucking line. Yeah, yeah. They just have him like do like these minor little things. But yeah, she says uh, it's the daughter. She says I got bigger. Mama got fat, and then she broke her leg. But Papa didn't drop a plate while juggling. Yeah, because he also juggles. Yes. And I was like, he better fucking juggle in this movie. And he does. And he does. Oh, he does. Uh, uh, I mean, he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they, they gave you juggling. They yeah, set yeah. up that he juggles. No, I liked it. Because I, I was like, I was like, oh, because I, I, I know Durante was a vaudeville guy. I was like, he might actually juggle. I don't know. And then they do that thing where he like walks off screen and it's the next shot it's behind yes, him. Yes. Yeah, and it's somebody yeah. juggling. And I was like, nice. <laughs> yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, it's, it's really good. So, Joe, is it? Did he get rid of the squirrel already when he yeah. runs into them? Yes. Yeah, so he had just gotten rid of the squirrel, and they're, like, in the park. Like, yeah, and he runs into the them, and they know each... They, like, recognize each From other. From the circus. And, yeah, because he was a lion tamer. Yeah. 
And uh, it, doesn't he say he was like, I'm working with two seals or something? Like, yeah, they're yeah. both lying to keep up appearances. Uh, uh, and, and, and until uh, they're both just like, no, we're both broke. Yeah, yeah. L- uh, Louie is Jimmy Durante, Lou. He's like, he's Louis. like, oh, we just did a great, you know, great show in Europe. We would stop, we went to here and here yeah, and here. And, like, and, in, and in India, we put on a show they'll never forget because the audience were elephants. Yeah. He's like, ah, yeah, like, he's always got a line. Yeah, and he's like. He's like, wow, that's great. And he's like, nah, we're broke. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. And nah, our like, life is miserable. Yeah, he's like, everything's terrible. We don't know where we're going to sleep tonight. <laughs> and, well, and, and, and then he's like, like well, yeah, me too. Yeah, he's like, me he's too. Like, I got to leave town so I can find work. He's like, but I left this apartment. He's like, like yeah. Did anybody just, rent it? He's yeah, like, yeah. He's, like, he's, he's not worried about like, He's like, where are you going to sleep tonight? He's just like, did anybody? He's yeah. like, he literally just left this place. And he's like... He, and he's like, how much did you pay for rent? And he's like, I couldn't pay the rent. And he's like, well, how long did they wait to kick you out? And he's like, six months. So he's like, oh, we can we can squat in this place for six, six months. Six months till we get kicked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so he's like, let's go. And like they, they started running off screen. And I was like, they definitely don't know where this place is, right? And then the daughter, uh, you know, she's like, Dad, should we find out where it is? He's like, no, no, We don't no have time. time. <laughs> yeah, and then he runs away, and then he realizes... Yeah, yeah, and, and then he, he runs back, and he's like... I do actually have to. Yeah, he's like, uh, where was it? And he's like, it's this way. And he's like, everybody, back this way. It's this way. Yeah. <laughs> like, And they're carrying all their luggage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heart. And shit. Yeah. yeah. And that's right. The daughter's got a heart. Yeah, because they're a band also. The, they were like a band also. Yeah, because they're, uh, they're, they're, circ- they're, yeah, they're they carny folk. They did everything. They did yeah. everything back then. It's great. So they go in, and it's a guy playing a tuba, which is the it's it's the Dingle Junior. Pete, Pete Dingle, Dingle, played by Dingle. Tom Drake. So he's playing the tuba, and uh, they come in. Jimmy Durante's like, "I took the liberty of taking the sign down because you don't need it no more." Yeah, he's like, "I got a feeling you ain't gonna need it." Like, <laughs> they're like, "We want to stay here," and the guy is just like, "Okay, it's thirty two dollars a month." Uh, and he and they just like, he, he at first he's like. Oh, I have to get my father. My father handles yeah. all the business. And, and Rosalinda walks yes, in and he's like, yes. I got this. It's $32. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, we don't have the money. Right. Back. Like he, it's, it's a line of bullshit where he's just like, yeah, whatever. And he's yeah. like, well, I don't know if my father's going to, he's like, well, you know, I don't mind uh, when the bed springs uh, push back yeah. and I don't mind when this, the light comes in the window or whatever. He's like, but you know what? I don't like a leaky tap. And he goes over and he's like, do you mind? And he's like, no, no, go ahead. And he turns it on. He's like, ah, perfect. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we'll take it. And he's like, now, if you don't mind, we have to rest after a long journey. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And he like gets ushered outside, and he's kind of like, I didn't get the money. He's like, fuck. Well, <laughs> the like, daughter starts, like, like she's kind of, because he, he's immediately just like, oh, hello, 13-year-old girl. Yeah. And, uh, 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 like, uh, hello, I guess you're a, <laughs> you're a tween. <laughs> but... Uh... Yeah, yeah, until you pointed that out. Because I, 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 I was like, how long have they not been able to be a human pyramid? Yeah, I mean, I thought she was like, adult. I thought she was like 16. Yeah, it, might but, have, it, it could be that it's been years for them to, I but don't know. They, but the way they talk about it is like, oh, like the act just folded because like she got too big to be the top of the pyramid. And... But she plays the harp, so yeah. she may have been doing that. In the... It's true, yeah. She had to learn the harp to make ends meet. Yeah. <laughs> She sees that th- this guy's like immediately, in. and then but but and then she, I mean, probably because they're like carny folk, she sees what her dad is doing, and yeah. she also is just like sweet talking him a yeah. little bit, and and working so, all the angles, and then he leaves, and then they just stay in this house, and like when he get, he goes inside, and he's talking to his father, and you know he's like, oh, where's the his money? Dad's he's just like, like a dickhead. Yeah, his dad's like, where's the money? And he's like, uh, well, they don't have it. They're good people, dad, and he's like. It's a mother and a father and daughter. 
Yeah, he mentions mm-hmm. the daughter about six times. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. always like breathlessly yeah. staring yeah, off. Yeah, even the... the dad is like, hey, you mentioned that. Or yeah, he's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. You want to fuck this lady? <laughs> I'm into my $32. That's um, when he gets the bank note or whatever. Yes. He gets the mail from the bank that and, says that he's yeah, his he gold opens mine it and is... he just looks like oh, he like mugs like for the camera. And then he's like, nothing. It's an advertisement. And he's like, all right, dad, bye. And he like leaves. And uh, the the father runs into the back room and he's like, you know, like whatever he calls his uh, wife. I forget what her name is, but he's like, you know, like mother or whatever. And he's like, yeah, they keep coming like mom. Oh, oh, no, no, no. That's, that, that's that's the Dingles. The yeah, I forget what her name is. Martha, maybe or <laughs> why did you say that name? <laughs> I might have totally Katie. made that up. Katie. Katie. Katie That's Dingle. not the same. Katie, Katie Dingle. Katie. Yep, played by Sarah Hayden. Um, and he's like, Katie, Katie. And he's like, remember that gold mine I invested in? Well, it's paying off. He's like, it's a check here for $1,500. He's like, I'm going to get another one every, you know, next week and every week. And she's like, oh, that's great. And he's like, you know, she's like, you going to put it in the bank? He's like, no, you know, 1929 says that. And he's like, I'm going to hide it somewhere in the house. And he's like. Maybe it's time you took that walk or whatever. Yeah, something. something. Like and she's like, "You don't want me to see yeah, where you're putting is. the money." And he's like, "No, it's not that. It's not that I don't trust you. I don't trust you not giving it to our son, yeah, who he has decided is like a good for nothing musician, right? Who is yeah. also, by the way, like 25. Like, yeah, no, he's, he's playing like a teenager, like just like uh, I don't he's think he's more. supposed to be playing a teenager. No, is he? Is he supposed to be older? I think he's supposed to be I, older because they both look like full grown adults, and I assume they're right. supposed to be the same age, but they're like. Because he ends up working. <laughs> he becomes a soda jerk. He's a soda yeah. jerk. So but, I was like, okay, so he's supposed to be like a teenager. But he's yeah, he definitely maybe, he like uh, yeah, thirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he looks like he's like thirty. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, and when he is talking to to Rosalinda, he's like, yeah, I'm not really interested in work. I was like, yeah, it must be nice. Play your fucking tuba. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not interested in work either. I, I've been pretty much gainfully employed since I was 18. Hey, when rent if rent's thirty two dollars, then uh, like yeah. even with inflation, that's like a hundred dollars today or something. Probably. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that your bid on your podcast? Don't yeah. you want to look this up? No, 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 no. I that 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 that. This is my this is me time. I don't do that. <laughs> this is someone me. Else, I don't work for free. Someone else can do that. I'll look it up. Let's see. <laughs> I was thinking about this though, like fifteen hundred dollars a week. That's a lot of money yeah, now. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like imagine what that would have been. Also, the fact that they blow through it in like yes. four days. <laughs> yes. Uh so thirty two dollars. Is three hundred ninety-five dollars and seventy cents. Uh, that's great today. Mm. That, that if I had to pay that for rent, that'd be great. Yeah, three ninety-five, like four hundred dollars a month. Yeah, yeah. fifteen hundred dollars is eighteen thousand five hundred forty-eight dollars and forty-six cents yeah. a week. Whoa, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, like like we said, we would settle for the fifteen hundred, but like <laughs> I'd settle for thirty-two dollars. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, yeah. $18,000 a week. And they blow through it in like four days. And, and he's shoving it into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and the squirrel is very irritated by all yeah. of it. Yeah, so now the squirrel's got its fucking like Caddyshack bachelor pad in there. <laughs> and it's got like different nuts and they're all stacked up. Yeah, like, like walls nicely, of nuts. Yeah. Nicely it's fucking, just like. It's like, I'm no idiot. I'm ready for the winter. Yeah. And then this fucking drill comes through the wall like it's fucking Hellraiser or something. And the squirrel's like, I don't know what's going on. And then money just starts going. I, and the squirrel's like, the fuck is this now? Yeah. I love that scene. The squirrel is so confused and irritated. Yeah. And like expressive. Yeah, it is. It's very expressive. <laughs> I, I And like, it's just like, it opens that little, the knot hole. And like, 
it just starts like throwing but it's like because the bills are so big compared to the squirrel it's like if i was throwing like bags of laundry yeah they're like giant yeah. it's just like fuck this like it's just the fuck out of here yeah it's it's body posture is so funny i laughed so hard at that yeah so um, while that's happening uh they're broke yeah and and papa duran jimmy duraney is off and the daughter yeah. is off and it's so, and so it's the, almost christmas it's like the day, the before, day before christmas yeah, and christmas uh mama's very upset that like they don't even have a tree they don't, they have, don't have they don't have for food right they don't have shoes for rosalinda shoes yeah and like they're like you know we got nothing he's she like, has oh, holes right. in her shoes yes yeah or she i think they they're not holes she said they pinch her feet when she yes. was, she's outgrown them they're too because of her growth spurt yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so she needs a new pair of shoes that'll fit she has fucking jack Pete disease goes in and asks his mother <laughs> what size shoes she wears rosalinda wears a four yeah. and the mother wears a six. Like six and he's like oh never mind and she's like, he doesn't have a dime to his name, and he still wants to buy me a pair of shoes. And she's like, don't you buy me shoes? I have two pair. I don't right. Know. Yeah. And then she tells him, we should get him one of those hand-painted ties like he likes. Yes. Like, yes. He likes the hand-painted ones. And she's like, they sell them like, uh, down the avenue for about $5. And he's like, $5? For I'll $5, I'll paint it myself. <laughs> yeah. And then they show it later, and it's like a. We watch the color one, but it's like bright yellow with watermelons. Watermelons. Like, look at the watermelons, ma. And then Jimmy Durante shows up. Because it's like the best tie you could get in this neighborhood, I guess. I'm surprised there wasn't because there's a guy hustling Christmas trees. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't get like the guy hustling the neckties. It probably was that guy because at the end he comes back. Yeah, it should have been that guy just being like, ah, watermelons. That's the best seller. Bidding on uh, uh, neck. Oh, God. So, Mama, while right before, as the squirrel is getting money thrown. <laughs> while it's... right before as. You can, you can edit that to make me not sound like an idiot. The, the, that's what I do. The... No, you just, you're, you're like, it's like Dr. Manhattan. Like, all all, all instances of time are happening yeah, at I'm once speaking, for you. I'm, on, I'm doing a hundred different podcasts around the universe. You're like, it's 1950 and Jimmy Durante is bidding on a Christmas tree on the street. <laughs> It's 2022, and I'm on a podcast talking about it. What was I saying? Mama praying. Yes, okay. So, so, so the mom is praying to God. She's just like, I don't ask for much, and this is whatever. So she's praying to God, and that's when the squirrel is throwing the money. So she think, but there's a hole in the window. Yeah. They, so they, she thinks it's raining money from God. When yeah, when they moved in, it's hundred dollar bill. And she noted the the, the hole in the skylight. Uh, Jimmy Durante's like, we'll be the only people on the block with a white Christmas outside and inside. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, because she married him, so she's just like, yeah, all right, I got it. She's like, great, that's great. <laughs> Mama's a good sport. She is. She and she, right and you know what? She loves him. Yeah, she does. She really does. She really loves Jimmy Durante <laughs> and all his fucking like all chewing his sh- gum face. And but and all his fucking like shit and shinola. Like he's just always hustling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's great. Um, but yeah, so she prays to God. Again, this is a thing where I understand you can't shoot it like this because it's a set and whatever. But I just want to know what does it look like when this is happening because right. we see a squirrel. <laughs> Open a hole in the wall and throw money out, but this woman just like doesn't see that and just sees it coming down. It's like I guess it must be from the skylight. I'm looking right up at it, but yeah. I don't see these things. And like it's not a big, 
place. It doesn't have, you know, 18 foot high ceilings where it's like, oh, I can't see quite all the way up there. It's like, you could probably jump up and grab the beam. So like, how do you miss this? The funniest part of that to me is both, both times they show that happening, yeah. they are scrambling to collect this money yeah. as if they're not in their house. Right. Well, I guess there's the... the, the it's the, magic money. If it touches <laughs> the floor, yeah, yeah, it yeah, fucking yeah. vanishes. Floor is lava. God, God's like, you only get what you can touch before it hits the ground. It's like those machines where you got to grab all the dollars, you know? Yes, it's yeah. the, the fucking, like, the it's phone like, booth well, they yeah, put you in. They're the poor, and it's, so they're just like, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to yeah. grab this till no one sees it. Right, including my family. <laughs> God might change his mind. Yeah. Suck it back up through that hole in the ceiling. Uh, oh, wait, this isn't the Anderson house? <laughs> <laughs> and all the money goes away. So what? then Jimmy Durandy's on the street bidding for a tree. Oh, it's depressing. It's sad. He yeah. only has 40 cents. He keeps bidding 40 cents. He keeps bidding starting at 40 cents. Yeah. He's nowhere to go. Yeah. At the end, it's like, this tree costs a dollar, but nobody wants it. And he's like, I'll give you the 40 cents now. And he's like, I'll bring it back. He's like, I'll, you know, I'm good for it or whatever. Well, he bids a dollar. He outbids the other guy. Yeah, but he and, doesn't And the guy it. walks away. Yeah, the guy walks away. Everybody leaves. He's like, what if I give you the 40 cents now? I'll give you the rest of the dollar later. He's like, no. Yeah. And he's like, you know. He's like, all right. And he starts walking away. He's like, all right, you know what? Give me the 40 cents. You can have it. And it's like, it's like the Charlie Brown tree. Like, it's, it's the saddest so sad. fucking thing. It's like a bunch of branches stapled together by this <laughs> fucking hustler. Oh, I wrote this down. This is fun to me. So with uh, Mr. Dingle going out, going to the bank, getting the money, squirreling it away in the wall, right? When he sends his wife out, she says, fine. I don't care if you stick it in the chimney and smoke it till it smells like a ham butt. <laughs> How did I miss that? <laughs> Yeah, and I, I laughed so hard at that. It's such a great, very specific, very wow. specific thing. Oh, man. When when uh, Mother Amandola is praying, she says, it's so hard to find work for a yeah, human yeah, being. I, know, I laughed so yeah, hard. Yeah, that, it's like heartbreak. That's a whole, that's oh, a great thing. Yeah, that was the, my favorite line of the that's How the do you say line that with a straight no, face? No, I know. That's such a funny line. And that's like a perfect example of this movie, Walking the Line. Because like that scene, like it teeters on the line between being really sad <laughs> but to them, and very funny. Like, yeah. But it keeps being funny. But to right. them, it's like, it's not funny, but it is funny. Because yeah. who the fuck needs a human pyramid? Right. <laughs> it's so hard to find work for a human pyramid. <laughs> So, so she good. prays the money falls from the ceiling because yeah, the religious throws it. the religious music that plays when that yeah. is so good it is. and I like it. It's, uh, you could read this movie that Rupert is God is God right yeah, or she's an praying. agent of yeah yes which uh, let's do that Let, let's that's our yeah that's our <laughs> the right Rupert that's our hot take yeah so anyway to, to, to differentiate ourselves from the other great podcast, Rupert the, podcasts yeah. I like when. Jimmy Durante comes back. There's Roop a back. minute. They cover every week. They cover every one, one minute. One minute of it. <laughs> Jimmy Durante comes back, and there's like, okay, Michael and I watched this together, and he was like, "What is going on with that Christmas tree?" Dude, he's like, "Is that a person dressed as a Christmas tree?" That's what it looks like. It's yeah. It's this Christmas tree that takes up the whole room, it's and it's so thick. Looks like someone is inside of it. Yeah, they probably were like, "Get like, yeah, we want like a nice big Christmas tree, and like a, they have a big turkey and whatever, like like all the shit." And they're probably like, "Get the biggest," and they they couldn't find a way to get it to like stand up. They're probably right. like, just to have one of the crew stand back. There Somebody's holding. standing back there covered in garland. I'm telling you. <laughs> Because the garland is crazy anyway. Yeah. But I love, he walks in with this, like, 
And again, it's this one room apartment. Right. Like, he walks in with this piss poor tree. Yes. And the whole house is decorated. And they like are trying to figure out how to tell him what happened. The daughter and the yeah. mother. And they're like, sit down. You know, we better get you some water. Loosen his collar. He's like, Loosen your collar. <laughs> get your father a glass of water. But when he's he... like, I'm going to tell you the craziest shit. She's like, we are circus people. And you're still maybe not going to believe me. When he walks in, he walks in with the tree and he sees like a giant tree is decorated and shit. Yeah, there's garland hung up uh-huh. everywhere. And he, tur- like... he, he turns around and starts walking away. I guess he was like, I, I'm I in the wrong house. Yeah, I must have <laughs> got drunk and walked into the wrong house again. Because <laughs> he immediately is just like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know what he must have. Like, yeah. Well, he like, tosses is... the tree, doesn't he? I oh, think maybe he, he does. The tree. Oh, he walks maybe. in, sees the good tree, and he's like, well, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she runs and gets him. I'm sorry, I'm eating candy. <laughs> you put a bucket of candy next to me. It also is like a whole mouthful of candy. You just, I it's, it through. it's a taffy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Got a laffy taffy. I won't do it again. That's a lie. <laughs> Don't dig my bell, Beerman. <laughs> Going off the rail bell. in the second hour here. Good boy. <laughs> Holy shit. So then they have $1,500. And so they're like, we're rich now. Yeah, my note for that is Rupert makes it rain. Yeah, he does. And she explains that she prayed and the money fell from the sky. And he believes it because it's just as good an excuse as any, I guess. It doesn't matter where it came from. $1,500 now they do. So he does, he says, St. Nick wouldn't forget us. All we needed was an address. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Which is great. I was like, that's adorable. So, oh, so is this when they the Dingles invite them over for Christmas? So they go there, and uh, he pays three months' rent in advance, and he says to keep the change, so he gives him a hundred dollars. Yeah, and the uh, like, because Mr. Dingle was like, you know, he's like these freeloaders, or whatever, and and you know, Pete's like, I'm sweet on the daughter, so he's like, they're very nice people, and they have this lovely daughter. Well, he's been doing that. They over the, and over. The Amandolas invite themselves. Yeah, they just sort the of The Dingles pop in. don't invite them. They That's just true, show yeah. up, but they show up like dressed to the nines. Yes. yes. And they've got three months' rent. And all and instantly Dingle's right. like, ah, my good friend. Like, Jimmy Durani yeah. is in his best fucking banana suit. Yeah, it's great. And <laughs> they he come looks in, sharp. Well, and they schmooze the shit out of the yeah. Dingles. Oh, yeah. Yes. And uh Katie got perfume and Pete got that painted watermelon tie. Yeah. Which we mentioned. Um and he has composed <laughs> I love this. (laughs) He has composed Melody for Two Orphaned Instruments for the tuba and the harp. And I was like, some avant-garde shit. It is. It's it's and it's good. It's not bad at all. I was like, I was like, I was like, I like it. This boy is taking big swings to impress this girl. He's like, Oh, you play an instrument too? I play a tuba, a technically completely incompatible instrument. I'm gonna make I'm gonna write a song for both of us to play together. Uh (laughs) It's great. Uh, so when he comes in, uh, Jimmy Durante, what's his character? Lou. Amand- Lou Amendola says, uh, Louis Amendola comes in and he says, uh, I thought I'd, I'd drop in to pay you a visit. And and uh, Dingle's like, to pay what? Because uh, he just wants the money. He doesn't right. care about anything else. <laughs> and he does it a couple times. He's like, oh, speaking of payment, uh, how about... Uh, what the-? Yeah, yeah. He's like... He, he, He's just like a piece of shit. He also hates his son, which is so funny. He really does. He like straight really up hates him. Like he hates him. Yeah, I mean, but, the, the reason he won't let his wife know where the money is is because he doesn't want her to yeah. give it to his son. Well, so my favorite part of the whole movie happens in this scene. The Amandolas schmooze this family 
so well yeah. that the next thing you know, Mr. Dingle wants to be taught how to become an acrobat. Yeah, yeah. because he's boring at parties. Yeah, he wants to he wants to have something to impress people at parties. He's like, I'm boring. And it, this is it's it's the scene over they're playing this music. Yeah, they're playing. Yeah. The, the, well, because he's like, don't you think I'm a great singer? And <laughs> Gerani says something about bathtubs. There's no no singers in a bathtub until one of them does a backflip or something or something. Yeah, it, it's, it's real crazy. Power. Anyway, so then he's like, I'll teach you how to be an acrobat. And he asks them to go get the leaf from the table. Yes. And they create a seesaw, and he's yep. like, I'll light a cigarette and do a backflip and keep he, the water I, on my I, head. Yeah, he's got a glass he, of water, put yeah. it on his head. I will like, then do a somersault, light a cigarette in midair without spilling a drop. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, now, he's like, when I say jump, you jump off the chair onto the other end of the leaf, and we'll do this thing. And so it's one shot, and they actually did it. And they it's they only did it once, and it's this one shot. And it's so well, fucking the funny. Leaf the table it's so snaps immediately. immediately and, and the guy stumbles. He tries to land on Yeah, his they feet. like fall. And Jimmy then he, he gets knocked he gets knocked like the thing like he's got a glass on his head. He goes off screen cuz he gets knocked off by this dude. And he screams timeites. <laughs> yeah, he, he he grabs the board. He grabs the board and it broke in half and he's he blames termites. Timeites. Time it's so fun. Like people fu- the way this guy fall because it's like two old men. Yeah, it's so funny. It's two like fifty year old actors. It's like so, it's so it is. It's so awkward and like so funny and real. Oh my well, god! And it's meanwhile, so good. the kids are playing their harp and tuba music. They're having harp and tuba, sex. and nobody's paying attention to the fact that this is happening. Yeah, which again, it's way better than it has any right to oh, be. Oh yeah, it is. It, it's like shockingly good. Because when he was like, "I'm gonna write a song," you know, "I'm gonna write something for us called," you know. Composition for two orphan instruments. I, I was thought, like, this is gonna sound like shit. I thought it was gonna be a bit where it was gonna be really fun. All this chaos was gonna be happening and be like, ah, right. But that's not what happens. It's really good. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It is. Tuba is a surprisingly versatile instrument. Toymites is Toy my mites. favorite line of the whole movie. Toymites. That's great. Yeah, that 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 that's probably the best part of the movie. Um, so Phil comes back. Oh, the, uh, the agent. He's the agent. Right. That's when we find out for sure that he's an agent. Because at first yeah. I thought he was just like an investor. Yeah, it could go either way. But yeah. But he's, he's, he's an agent. Um, and Rosalinda like immediately is like, oh, okay, I can use this. Because again, she's she's her father's daughter. Yeah, she's very... Um... She's not as like pattery as him. She's using her feminine wiles. Right, but she knows she knows how to get over on right. him and get what she wants from she, him. And she knows that you know Phil likes her, yeah, him, and she can use that to like, you know, get him to take. Yeah, him. immediately he's just like, oh, who is this? Like, oh yeah, he's aggressive. He comes in the he's like he's like the, like the the Tex Avery wolf. Yeah, like, it's he's like, predatory. Oh, oh. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's great. And Pete's immediately jealous, which is great. Because yes. he's kind of like, well, who's this? And like, yeah, he's like, I'm an agent. Too... Who the fuck are you, kid? Like, yeah. he's just yeah. like, and he's, yeah. And Rosalinda seems to be wooed by all the money, which is why Pete gets a job as a soda jerk, even though he's like in his 30s. He's a 30 year old, like, avant garde tuba. <laughs> Gotta work in a soda play, fucking drugstore so he can. Like woo with this girl, this acrobat. Like, well, because girl. they walk by when they go for a it's walk. Truly, it's the great American story. When he when he first meets Rosalinda, they go for a walk yes. and they walk past the drugstore. Drug yeah. And she's like, "You don't have any money." And he's like, "No." And she's like, "What would you do if you were on a walk with a nice girl and she wanted a malt?" 
And he's like, well, then that would be very embarrassing. Yeah. And you can see that there's like a help wanted sign in the window. Man wanted, man I wanted. think is what it says. Which it sure does. Is awkward. <laughs> so then he goes in the middle of the night to see if he can get this job, wakes up the store owner. Yes. And the store owner's like, do you want to start now, now or, or could you, you wait, wait until the morning? The morning. <laughs> he's like, I was just afraid somebody else would get it. And like, the guy's like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like exasperated. Yeah, and he just goes in and shuts the door and leaves Pete on the sidewalk. <laughs> He's like, you got the job. I'm going back to bed. The uh, Rosalinda's out with Phil like all night and what? they they go to sleep, The you know, the uh, Amandola's and Mama's like, you know, I'm worried. And he's like, what are you doing? He goes, what are you worried about? Nothing could happen to her. She's she out with a man. man. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like, wow. There was an audible gasp by both me and Michael. <laughs> we were like, ugh. Yeah, I, I, I went, all right, Danny. 1950. <laughs> yeah, 1950. Like, any man? Yeah. Oh, she's not alone, is she? She's Or she's not with a bunch of defenseless women. Oh, she's with a man? Good. My 13-year-old daughter's with some man? Now I feel safe. My 13-year-old daughter is developing at an exponential rate? She's out with a man? Oh, good. I can sleep easy now. <laughs> It's the 50s. Oh, and is it? <laughs> Early on, it's like, in the very beginning, the son is like, the mailman comes, and he's just like, hey, I think this is for your pop. And he's like, I'll give it to him. And he's like, hey, it's Christmas. And he's like, yeah, Merry Christmas. And he leaves because he just wants a tip. Yeah. But it's just like a minor little thing. Yeah. Just like, right. So I think this is the point where they run out of money. No, it's before. It's 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 This is when... Um, oh, I want to mention Phil takes Rosalinda to quote a Chinese dinner. Yes, that's what he's like. I'll oh, take it to a. Ch- yeah. He's like, could I take it to a Chinese dinner tonight? Yeah. We get like a mini montage that includes uh, him bringing home the. It's a bear polar bearskin rug, and the head is a radio. Well, I think it, isn't this before uh, when he's juggling the the walnuts? Isn't that before that? Yeah, that's right before that. Oh. He's, he's juggling walnuts, and he's telling his... It's when I think it's when they come back from the party. of just, He's like, gee, yeah. they liked us. And he's, like, juggling these walnuts. He's doing it for the agent. He wants the oh. agent to book them. Yeah. And then... He, yeah, he brings Phil inside, and he's like, look, we got the poster hanging up. And yeah. We're, you know. And so while he's juggling, Rupert comes out, because he's like, walnut. I smell walnuts. Yeah. And, uh... Or what acorns or whatever. Yeah, I think and it's walnuts. But yeah, walnuts, and he, he's yeah. doing like the thing, and then he does the like throw the last one up, and I'll catch it. Behind yeah, and me. he goes it, and it doesn't. It, it, doesn't it never come comes down, down because Rupert's like yoink. Yeah, and goes back in and shuts the door, and again, no one sees this. Well, to be fair, he was like he was. Yeah, but, he wasn't looking. He was. He was trying to. <laughs> sure. He was. He was, in the but back like, row. but the fucking you know, the agent Phil's just like, I'm not gonna look at what the, you know, what's happening with the nuts. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep my eyes level. <laughs> It's the 50s. Impolite to look at people's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm glad I'm glad we've come so far as a society. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then uh, that's when it, and it never comes down. And he's like, say, you got a real act there. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure. I do that on he, purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. And he's like, how'd you do it? And he's like, oh, I never revealed, revealed my secret. Yeah. Uh, so then he's telling his wife, he's like, "This is a this is a great line." He's like, "This is a strange house. Money comes down and walnuts go up, but <laughs> yeah. I guess that's better than money going up and, and walnuts, walnuts coming, coming down." down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like he. He yeah. always has like some old timey like quip like that. But also, he's just line. like, 
I don't know. This house is fucking crazy. Well, whatever. <laughs> but sometimes it gives me money. So yeah. yeah so then, like, right. every, like Amityville would be a totally different movie if it was like, yeah, like uh, you know, sometimes people wake up in the middle of the night and there's just like screaming coming from the hallway. We don't know what it is. Doors slam themselves. The house full of flies. <laughs> but every once in a while, I five five grand on the <laughs> coffee table. Be like, so it's, you know, it's a mixed bag. <laughs> bag. We called that. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I like that. He's just like, I don't know what the fuck is up with this house, but every once in a while, money falls out of the sky, so I'm staying. So, so for, for the price of one walnut. So, yeah. so they do it again around this time, right? They pray again. Uh, well, yeah, because he brings home that polar bear. Yes, and yeah, uh, yeah, which is awesome. It's a polar it, bear rug, and it's a radio in his head. Yeah, its mouth is a radio. So you, you press the tooth, and like the eyes light <laughs> yeah. up. And it's like, it's it is awesome. It's the dial insane. noise, and they're yeah. immediately just like. It, it's like and, playing like big band music out of it, and so he's talking about like they're just like you know all the money they spent, and he's just like you know I was looking to buy a p he was gonna buy a piano from a place, and he's like the guy said they had you know a lien against their house, and he's like I loaned them the five hundred dollars because he's like I couldn't I couldn't say no or whatever, and uh, this is kind of how he starts <clears throat> really building. His money, because that's he like invests basically. Yeah, the mama's like, oh, that's you all over. Like every time so you meet someone yeah. with a sob story, you give them all your money. Because he's such he's, a good person, right? And he's like, well, mama, I gave you, you know, like, that hundred dollars, and she's, she's like, like, no, I, don't I spent it. Well, she sent it. She sent it back to where they owed like yes. bills in Chicago. They had, yeah, or they had or back payments in Chicago. So she paid people. it off. Yeah, because they're good people, you know. And she's like, you know, just to think, a week ago. I was sitting right in this chair in the center of the room and $1,500 came out of the sky and we'd spent it all. And he's like, well, would you try praying again? And she does. And she's like, all right, I sat in this chair and uh, I set it like this and I sat here. Well, she struggles because he he wants her to say Rosalinda needs new shoes. shoes. Yeah. And she's like, but she doesn't need shoes. And he's like, nobody she knows that. lie to God. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so she tries it and it doesn't work. And he's like, all right, well, I'll go. He he starts to leave to go do something. Maybe get he's the gonna money take back. The, he's or... gonna take the bear back. Oh, he that's right. Bear back. <laughs> yeah, and this was a stupid purchase. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and she's like, so she sit, she's sitting in the chair, and she's like, I'm sorry, God, I lied. Rosalinda doesn't need shoes, but we do. You know, we could use the money. Like, she's like, I'm sorry, I lied before, and then. And there, yeah. So, <laughs> so the, Dingle's been putting more money in the wall. And it, so. it happens every time. Later on, they say it's like. Thursday between three and three thirty. Yeah, I guess that's what time he gets back from the bank. From the bank, right. yeah, because it's every week he gets the check. He goes and he cashes it, and then he, you know, brings it back and stuffs it in the wall. And the squirrels like get the shit the fuck out of my house. <laughs> yeah, and he throws it, and then they're like, "Hey, it's raining the money." Is this the one where it's come as soon as it comes in, he is like throwing it out? The... Yeah, he's yeah. putting he's it in, like, and no, it's going no, right out. Get this the fuck. And out so of she here. goes running out the door for Jimmy Durante. She's yeah. like, "Come back, it's happening!" And they all start scrambling to pick all this money up. <laughs> yes, and this is the mini montage, and this ends with her being like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm gonna uh, mail this money to whatever the charity. It's for like shoes for, for children, European, European kids, kids." Which everybody is just like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> like everybody's like, yeah. not disgusted, but they're just like, "How'd they get all this money?" Like they're just like, "That's and what they're doing with their money." Sending they're... it to foreign yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, well, they're and all just like, "What?" At some point, they determine that he has donated enough that it's an entire ship full. Oh yeah, it's, it's all whispered down the lady <laughs> yeah. shit. Cause, yeah, because he goes, well, you know what, Mama? Uh, I think like 
the guy that he loaned the money to like pays him back uh, part of it and whatever he's like. He so. starts getting checks from his investments. Yeah, because he starts investing in the companies, so like the bakery, the bakery and yeah. the mechanic and so, all of these people. So he's like, oh, I got this. He's like, so let me ca- or whatever, let me cash this check or whatever. And he's like, and I'll give you this, and you can make it an even thousand mm-hmm. to send. You know. So she's like, ah, oh, and they're like, you know, because they're they're paying it forward. Yeah. And yes, this is it becomes a whisper down the lane thing. People are uh, suspicious. Where's he getting the money? He's an old carny. He doesn't have a job. You know, like they all start coming up with these crazy and, stories. Yeah, it's like he's, he's... he donated a thousand dollars. He donated fifteen thousand yeah. dollars. He donated an entire ship full of shoes <laughs> right. to kids in Europe, uh, yeah. like, like to orphans in another country. Well, and they're all like, outraged in this drugstore. Yeah, yeah Dingle is the where Dingle's at one jerk. end, and Pete, like his father, is at one end, and Pete's making these fucking things. And the guy's like, and that, the one guy's like, and that daughter. <laughs> <laughs> what a fuck like he's like what a fucking she's just going around with that that agent we know how she's getting her money and <laughs> pete's like uh did you want the w- strawberry sauce on this he's like yeah he's like you got it and he's like banana he's like, delight or yeah. something yeah and he's like yeah so uh, anyway that whore or whatever and like he's like he doesn't like, say it. He doesn't say it, but, that's, that's but the, it's implied yeah, that's the subtext <laughs> and, uh, that jezebel yeah and he's like uh whipped cream and he's like yeah yeah please excellent that'd be great and he's like, okay, and he makes it, and he just shoves it in that guy's face. I forgot the cherry. And he's like, I forgot the cherry. It shoves it right between his eyes. And then he immediately jumps over the counter, because he's like, I'm out. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> and his dad's at the far end of the counter, and he's like, Pete! <laughs> what are you doing? The whole time I You've was embarrassed watching... me in front of the other bigots! <laughs> the whole time I was watching it, I was like, I want one of these old-timey Sundays like that. Yeah. Where it's like they scoop it out of like a long spoon and everything. Yeah, like, oh, the, man, this big, looks. This sounds so good. Yeah, that's great. That's great. It's full of like 1950s petrochemicals that they didn't, oh, yeah. they didn't find out. Oh, yeah, weird artificial. Causing birth defects. Yeah, yeah but that's what made it taste good. <laughs> yeah, it tasted great. Uh, it was worth it to have flipper babies. Hi. Hi, Nug. Cat party. Yeah, they both, they're both up from naps. They're like, where is everybody? <laughs> oh, right outside. Right outside, Pete runs into Mulligan. Played yes. by Hugh Sanders, who's like, he's like, hey, we'd seen him before, and he's like a guy that's got like a quick, like a get rich quick scheme. Yeah, and, it was race horses the first time. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. trying to talk Pete into betting on the ponies and whatever, and uh, and they use that as like double entendre, where he's like, you know, Pete walks like down to the other end, and Rosalind is there, and she's there with uh, Phil, and you know, he's like, I get you that, uh, you know, I get you that malt now, and that kind of thing, and she's like, oh, but. You know, uh, you're the one serving it. Like it's she's cause she, and like they write it well and she plays it well where you're as the audience, not sure if she like really likes Phil at all or not. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but like she's saying like, Oh, I, I wanted to get a malt like with you. I didn't want you to serve me a malt. Like, um, but he takes it as like, Oh, I'm still not good enough for her, even though I have a shitty job. Yeah. Um, and then Phil's like, let's get out of this fucking shithole. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, well, he straight well, up says like, He's like, I'll take you somewhere like good to get a malt or whatever, and like, cause he's yeah. like, I don't want to be around this fucking dickhead Pete <laughs> trying to cockblock me. <laughs> so he goes back down to the other end, and uh, and and uh, what is it, Mulligan? Mulligan's like, he's like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Pete, this filly will be in the money, and he's like, Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. And like, that's like good, like double entendre writing, right. whatever. Okay, so he bumps into Mulligan again outside when he quits the job, and Mulligan's like, Hey. I got an actual, also another one for you, which is oil. Did you know it comes from the ground? <laughs> and we can invest money, and then they will give us more money when they get the He's oil. Like, get $2,000 from your dad. 
Yeah. Uh, this is where he finds out that his dad has been. Yeah, and he's like, my dad doesn't have money, that money. Away. My dad's a you know, my dad's a chiseler, and he's like, he's like, no, everybody's been seeing your dad at the bank cashing checks. And like he every does day. see him in the beginning of the movie out front. And he's like, yeah, oh, that's he's, my dad coming. He's out on of the that bank. date with uh, yeah. like Rosalinda walking around, and he's like, oh, let's get away from here before my dad sees me talking to a girl because he's gonna have shit to say about it because he's a dick. <laughs> so so they, he's putting that all together. But they're like, in huh. a bar. They go to a bar, right? And oh, him and Mulligan, yeah. Because, so I wrote down, so the scene about his dad cashing checks at the bank, they're talking, and, like, I literally couldn't pay attention to it because of the two background actors. Did you guys see no. this? I don't know. There's, the one guy is, like, he's just, he's trying not to look at them. They're, like, to the left of right. him, and he's just, like, he's, like, awkwardly staring right in front of him. And when they cut to, like, the side shot of both of them, the other guy in the background is just, like, watching them. Like, he's just straight up. Staring. Like, yeah, and he's, like, drinking. Like, it's like if some, you were at a bar and, like, this, you were having a conversation and somebody's just, like, watching you. Drinking and, like, alone yeah, and yeah. watching you. And it was like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even pay attention to the... Uh... I didn't notice that. No, I gotta pay attention to that. You know, every once in a while, especially with a movie I've seen... I'll like like drift a little bit and watch the background actors and extras, yeah. especially like crowd shots, just to see like whatever. And you see people like look at the camera, and but like sometimes like the guy you mentioned, like sometimes it's way more noticeable when they're trying, they're actively straining not to look at the camera. Like you can see people be like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, like just trying not to glance. Oh god, like and you can just see the effort. In them. Yeah, like, yeah, it's so funny. Uh, and that's what that sounds like. I gotta, I'll, I'll have to rewatch it. I'm gonna have to rewatch it anyway. Get some photos because this is another one where there's not a ton of photos. There's like, which is a shame because. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll watch the colorized version so I can get some good, you know, good looking ones because like a lot of the ones you can get online uh, in decent quality are black and white. Yeah, this so. in color gives uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street colorized vibes. Yeah. It's like we were talking about this. I like uh, that Technicolor look. Not like for everything, obviously, but like. I like it way better than, like, a couple, like, when Ted Turner did that and he colorized a whole bunch of, like, classic movies mm -hmm. and, like, they tried too hard to get it too real. Right. It, like, it just looks like, it looks like hyper, like, sat it's not even saturated, but just, like, it's too, I don't know, it's something weird about it that, like, is distracting. I like that little, like, it's a little bit off. Like, none of the pigments are quite right, like blues are always a little teal you know yeah everything uh, looks like it was colored in with a pastel yeah, yeah. and i like that and like what we were talking about in the aviator there's a thing which i didn't notice i read about this years later but as it goes through his career the <laughs> go ahead open your candy <laughs> i was waiting for you to be <laughs> to be oh, loud well you get another one you know cat cat is huh? curious cat wants your taffy um as it goes through like the different eras of his career they changed the pigment of the film to be like a little closer to what the pigment of that era would be to the point where like there's a dinner scene in the like what would have been like the colorized era where they're eating peas and the peas are like turquoise. Oh, and I never put it together. I just was like, oh, interesting. Like whatever. And when I watched that movie, I, I think I've only seen it once all the way through, but I didn't notice. I didn't really think about it, but that's what they were doing was like interesting. Yeah. Like referencing that kind of like the. And, like, right. I guess the earlier stuff is more sepia, and then it moves forward and forward and forward. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, such a clever thing. There's something yeah. about that palette that's really, like... It might just be that I grew up watching I a lot of those comforting. things. I think it's comforting. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just a nostalgia thing. So what happens with the... Pete gets the money, right? Like, 
How does he... He tries to get the money out of his dad. And his dad says no, and he's, like, sulking outside, and he sees Rosalinda, right? He sees Rosalinda. Rosalinda is the one... She winds up being the catalyst here, but for yeah, some reason so I don't remember how she does it. I know that they're talking, and they kiss. And she, like, tells him, like, oh, you know, all that money we've been getting, it's coming from heaven. And he's like, oh, sure. And she's like, no, I'm serious. Like, you could probably ask my father for the money, and, like... He would invest with you and whatever. And, and he's like, uh, I'm good. And he's like, he's I don't like, have a lot of faith, faith in money in heaven. from heaven. Yeah, money from heaven. And she's like, she's hurt by this. She runs, she runs off and dramatically cries. Yeah. And uh, she does the, like, throw yourself on your bed face down. Like, and, yeah. ah! and Durante was like spying out the front door. And then he's like, oh shit, she's coming. So he goes back in and sneaks out. And that's when he goes up to Pete and he's like, yeah. I didn't mean to eavesdroop on your conversation. He does though. <laughs> like I was getting the cold water bottle cause my feet get hot, you know, whatever. And he's like, uh, you know, he's like, uh, you know, I, 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 would, I would like to invest in this thing with you. Like, and they walk off and, right? That's, yeah. I think that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll talk to you about it in the morning. Cause it's like yes. In the morning. So, <laughs> so earlier, when... to set oh, up yeah. something later, like, the, oh, yeah. when when uh, Rosalinda's in the car with the agent dude, she's just like, she shows him the the music that, the the piece that he wrote. Yeah, that Pete had written. Uh, he gave and, it to her and as he a reads gift. it and he's like... Who's Eric Dingle or what is Peter. Pete Dingle? And yeah. she's like, "Oh, I had to put that because nobody would listen to it if it, they knew a woman wrote it." And he's like, "Very shrewd." <laughs> and so he's like, oh, "I'll see." He puts it in his pocket. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I forgot about that. I seeded that early. But this is yeah that the, the two of them talking where you know he's like, "I did all you know like, I don't have any money and like you clearly care about money." And she's like, "No." I just, you know, she's like, I'm just getting what I can get out of fucking Phil. Phil wants to, you know, you know, help me have a career and do this and whatever. And she's like, you know, and then they kiss. So that, that, that that's happening. Um, this is when cops, the IRS and the FBI all show up. Yeah. All of them. All, it's, it's a cop and an IRS agent. They both walk up and they, they're like looking at each other and they both go to knock and they're like, what the, are you, what the fuck is happening here? And they both knock, and the other one's like, oh, no. Yeah, there's so, like a pissing contest. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, you know. And Durani opens the door, and he's like, eh, you know, whoever, IRS. And he's like, on one side. He's like, I'm officer whoever, you know. And and, and he's like, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, come in, come in, please. And he shuts the door. He's like, all I need now is the FBI. And, and there's then a knock, there's a knock, at, the knock at the door. door. And he's like, oh, boy. And he opens the door, and he's like, agent whoever, FBI. And he's like, come in. <laughs> and so the three of them are all there for the same reason. Everybody in town's been talking about, like, He's print. I heard he's printing his own money. Is one of the things somebody yeah. says, and like, and it has to be like, cause right, right after this, Mister Dingle comes in and he's like, he's trying to raise the rent for the eighth time. Yeah. So how long of a time is this? He says it's within a couple of months. He's like, yeah. you've raised the rent like eight every, times every in two the last weeks. He's months. like, oh, the rent's going back up again. Yeah. So I can get more money out of you. He's mm -hmm. a chiseler. The, the cop, the IRS guy, and the FBI agent, they're all like, where does the money come from? And it's just like, line of bullshit after line of bullshit. He's like, I invested wisely. I majored in economics at Krampus College, is the thing he uh, yeah. says. And I was like, nice. It's and a then Christmas he like movie. name drops something. Yeah, he's like, you never heard of, you know, you never heard of like Bill Corpus? Yeah. He's the dean of Krampus College. Yeah. And, like, yeah it's yeah. just like, it's just it's like talking rings around these guys. It's, They're all yeah. like, what? Insane. No, who? Huh? And he's what? like, uh, then they say like he's somebody is a king. He found out he's a long lost son of yeah, a king. He or says, something. I was kidnapped. He says gypsy, but he's like, I was yes, kidnapped yes. by a Romani woman. 
And he's like, and only it was only a few months ago that they they deigned to tell me who my birth parents were. Yeah, well, and then at some point he says he finds pirate treasure yeah, he says, on, I the was beach. on the beach, and they're like pirate treasure. He's like, that's correct. <laughs> like, it's just like line of shit, line of shit, and like the speed and the confidence which with which he abandons <laughs> one failing lie and moves on to the next one is incredible. It's great. It's so fucking good. It's really funny. It's very funny. Um. Yeah, he's just like, he like it's in a, in an instant. He's just like, oh, they're not buying that, and like, I got, he, what about this one? Yeah, yeah. He, he's just like, oh, you don't like that one? Well, I got something else for you. Like, it's just like, it's it's fucking, it's so good, it's so funny. This was my favorite bit. Yeah, it's good. And it's just these three guys playing straight men being like, what? No, and they're all kind of talking over each yeah. other, like they don't well, like who, each what? other. Cause no, they all... don't. They don't get along because they all want to be the one that arrests this like kingpin. <laughs> They, they name drop Capone. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> absurd. It's so good. Yeah, because they're like, what are you even doing here, IRS? And he's like, well, the IRS are who brought down Al Capone. And they're like, I don't care. <laughs> like, it's a, Yeah, it's great. It's the really IRS great. guy I was watching, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. And his name was Frank Cady. Yes. Do you know who he is? Uh, I know the name. He looks very familiar. Yeah, I knew his face. I meant he's to look He's the him guy. Up. He was on... He's the, Sam, the guy who works at the store. Green Acres. Green Acres, yeah. Petticoat Junction, yeah. and um, the uh, there was another one. The uh, yeah, there was. That's crazy to think about. If uh, if there was three sitcoms and they all had the same character on, like Frasier. right now. No, but I mean, like at once. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that would be like a Fraser Cheers, and and like if he was on uh, Friends. Friends, also Fray Friends. Uh, Chandler, I need my cappuccino. <laughs> Could your forehead be any bigger? Oh my god! I just wrote a whole episode. There you go. That's there it. You go. Chick Chandler. Chick Chandler. <laughs> now we're full circle. Yeah. All right. Episode's over. <laughs> that's that's how you know the episode's All done. Right, we're done, right? Yep. Yeah. That this was my favorite like whole scene. Just like again, it's just line of bullshit after line of bullshit, and I loved it. Beverly Hillbillies. Green oh yes, Acres, yes. And Petticoat Junction. Yes, okay. you're right. But I was like, who is this guy? Because yeah. I, I knew I it was so him too. younger, and I was like, I know him, but when he was older. Yeah, and he's another, like, character actor, like, that you would see, like, cartoons based on. Like, you know, like, with his look. Because, like, especially on Green Acres, yeah, like... the mustache. The mustache, yeah. and, like, yeah, he has, like, a kind of, like, a round, like, head, bald, yeah. balding, you he's know. He's always got wisecracks for everybody. Yeah, and, like, he's, he's very, like, snarky and stuff on that. So, yeah, like, yeah. That's that's great. That's wild. Yeah, I knew he looked familiar, and I know the name that rang a bell, but it didn't. I forgot to look him up. Um. So, he they finally fess up. Mother fesses up. Well, she's like, "Can we just tell them the truth?" And they're all like, "Yes, the truth." Yeah, and he's like, "Fine, <laughs> I guess." And Which he's like, "Listen, if being... you didn't if you didn't believe all that other bullshit, you're really not gonna believe." Yeah, this exactly. Because I is... was telling you something that's far more believable. <laughs> Uh, and they do, and uh, like it kind of cuts away, and it cuts back, and they're like, I don't know, this is, I don't believe you. And they, they convince the the FBI, <laughs> the cops, and the IRS to come back in a couple of days at Thursday four thirty or whatever between four thirty and five. Three and thirty. Yeah. And they're like, we'll be here at three. Yeah, to to see the miracle happen again, which is absurd. They it's, all leave. They all like, you better be here. Which just gave him <laughs> enough time to get away right. if he was going to. This guy who you think has unlimited funds, <laughs> right? You're like, we'll be back. You better be here. <laughs> I now criminal. I'm trusting you to like. Well, and then when they come back, they've got it like a TV camera and everything. Yeah, like they're, they're, they're ready, ready to. 
to record this? Yeah, they're ready to prove God exists. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a news story. The IRS has proved God exists. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> Almighty divine being is existing. <laughs> oh, that's awful. You, know. <laughs> you want to do it again? <laughs> you want to second go with that one? No, I, no, I don't. I think you should Let just it leave it. Let it be known I fucked it up. Just leave it there. Understand. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I can hear, I can hear you... <laughs> In your head going, no. <laughs> you threw in the towel. We heard it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you're just like, no, no. It gives me a chance to eat more candy. Oh, God. <laughs> that was my problem. Not enough taffy. Yeah. All those paper boys were all hopped up on taffy. That would be funny. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> So, of course, they all show up, and it doesn't happen again. Right. Because. 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 Mr. Dingle gets another letter. He opens it. It's bad news this time. He he's, nearly has Katie, a heart attack. Katie! Yeah, he's like, clutches chest. He's like, he's like, the, you know, the gold mine dried up. And she's like, oh. And he's like, we won't be getting the money anymore. And she's like, well, at least you've got it all shoved in a hole. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, of course. Nothing wrong could happen with that. So uh, when when he was first shoving the money in a hole, I I thought it was going to be that like the squirrel would like show up with money or something, right? You know, like it would be like le- it would like leave. It was living in the walls of the house, and it would like come out and they'd find it. And like them being circus people would be like, oh, and the squirrel does tricks. Yeah, and that's the, what I thought. And the squirrel like also just sometimes brings us money, like right. you know whatever. I thought it was gonna be that, and the movie was gonna be them and the squirrel like trying to work and act, but because they're both circus performers, right. but they don't perform together. Yeah, no, <laughs> and no. which is misleading because there are photos of Durante playing piano. That's true, with and the with a little on, piano. Yeah, like yes. on top of it, which, which I want to see. Publicity. That yeah. should have been uh, that should have been in the movie. I actually... that should have been in the foot like at the end. That should have been like a post credits. And the, what? the the squirrel like winks. Yeah, What's... Nick uh, Nick Fury comes out and he's like, he's like, hey, squirrel, great Rupert. We're putting together a team called the Avengers. <laughs> What's interesting is no one else in this movie, aside from the the guy who trained Rupert, knows Rupert even exists. No, yeah, he's a metaphor for God. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's a squirrel. Um. Just like one of us. Anyway, so... What if the squirrel was one of us? He, he stops getting the money. Uh. And Jimmy Durante... Why is he juggling a cigarette? What happens with that? So, this is like a... a you know, this is a thing that they, they should have maybe established in the movie, but don't. But I think it was just common enough. Like, that was a, a trick that a lot of guys would do. Like, they could juggle. Like, light a cigarette, throw it in the air, and, like, catch it either in their mouth or behind right. their back, or then smoke it. Like, it was just, like, a a trick thing and i guess it was just common enough that you don't need to establish that that's the thing he's going for because all we see is him light a cigarette because like it's tense now because right. like the miracle didn't happen the fbi the, the they're the all FBI, fighting over who's gonna take right, the it the irs the cops are all trying to arrest me and i better have my last cigarette so he lights it and just throws it up in the air and yeah the squirrel for some reason is like that's mine and, and takes, takes it, it and goes inside <laughs> and lights a fire People are drilling holes in his house. They're throwing crap in his house. He's like, I need this right now. Yeah, yeah but, he's, but he's treating it like it's fucking Waco. Where he's like, all right, we got to fucking <laughs> burn everything down. We got to get out of here. His dad just left him for whatever reason. I mean, he was yeah. just like, all right, here, here you go. Yeah, you can survive on your own Hollywood squirrel. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, but he's, what is it? He's not. Uh, he's not box office. Not box, not box office. office. 
So he drags the the cigarette into the hole. Yeah. And this you can see the smoke starting to fill up in the hole. And that's the last you see of Rupert for a while. There's a shot of him in the in the burning like squirrel yeah. apartment which is like hilarious and terrifying. Yeah. It's, it's awful. It's, it's like it's so intense. And I was like are we going to watch a squirrel die? He's surrounded by like jets of flame yeah. and it's like so <laughs> fucking intense. I was like whoa. It's literally only like 2 seconds cuz they're like any more of this and no one would watch it. <laughs> right. Movie. Well, I was starting to wonder if I was going to regret having watched this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um and they do fake you out. Yeah, yeah he does. Oh, they do. Yeah. They make you think he's dead. Yeah. They, yeah, in I was, fact, I, say he's yeah. dead. I was, I was sitting in my bed with my notebook, you know, on a pillow in front of me. And, and this, because the house catches fire, they all flee. Uh, Dingle's like, the money's upstairs, but he can't get in the room because there's too much smoke. He's like, smoke, I'm choking. It doesn't, and, he's on the steps. He yep. could just turn around and go back down the steps. I would argue it's harder for him to stay at the top of the <laughs> <Right>? stairs <laughs> than it would be for him to just fall down them. Yes. But he's like, oh boy, I'm choking. I should stand here. Yeah. And then his son rescues him and they go outside. And the uh, Amandolas come running outside and they're dra- they're dragging the harp. And this is the, like, bring the, ru- bring the rug with the radio. I'm going to miss the Jimmy Durante show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which really, I went, okay. Yep. I was like, hell yeah, 1950. I hope that blew somebody's mind. They're like, oh my God. What's meta? What? It's meta. That was the first meta. It was the first yeah. meta. Yeah. I invented meta. Ha cha 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 cha. Yeah, and this is the point where the CIA, the, CIA, the FBI, and the, the, cops, IRS, the, cops, the IRS, they all and the put FBI. together that the Amendolas have been spending the Dingles money. Because. This is great. This is like one of my favorite things just in movies. In, in movies, generally, this is called as you know dialogue, where it's like two characters having a conversation about things they both know that wouldn't need to be explained, but just be explained for the audience. Right. So it'd be like, well, as you know, Tina, you were once hit by a car and <laughs> used that money to buy your own car. Like, that would be a thing where you're like, why the fuck would you need to tell yeah, me yeah, this? We, let's not, we don't talk right. about this. We used yeah, to I watch. Don't uh, to re- I don't need to relive that moment of my life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we used to uh, watch Under the Dome, that show based on Stephen King, and they would constantly, every episode, be like, yeah, and I haven't seen my mother in weeks, you know, because of the dome. Yeah. And it's like, you Ugh. wouldn't need to fucking remind people yes, in the only town in the world the where a right. magic dome appeared yeah. that there's a dome. You'd just be like, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everybody gets it. But so, Dingle is out on the front lawn watching his house burn down, and the Amandolas are as well, but he's just like, he's explaining the plot of the movie. He's like, Oh, and the checks from the gold mine I was getting every week, $1,500. I was putting them in a hole in the wall, theoretically, where a squirrel might have an apartment. And now that I think about it, it probably lines up directly with the roof of the Amandola's apartment. And I guess, theoretically, the squirrel could have been throwing the money from I mean, my house into their house. They like, don't explain that far, but... It's pretty much that. He... Th- but Rosalinda, you see Rosalinda going, like, $1,500 every week? Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, every Thursday between 3 and 3.30, yeah. I would go to the bank. Like, it's very specific. Yeah. She's like, huh. And she goes over to Durani and she's like, so are you hearing this? And he's like, I believe I am, yes. Like, and he's like, yep, I think I figured out what's going on here. God is dead. Uh, doesn't exist. <laughs> Nietzsche was right. Nietzsche was right. I knew it. Oh, my God. So. I once juggled Nietzsche. But before they put it together. <laughs> he was the top of the human pyramid. It was him and Young. It was me. Can't. Emmanuel can't. Emmanuel can't. John Locke. Time? Probably not. <laughs> philosophical human pyramid <laughs> so 
but the the three people who were trying to arrest him, they come to this conclusion first. Yes. And then you get like the info dumps that you don't actually need, but help explain how everybody puts it together. Yeah. From all, either side. They're all like, okay. And they're all hashing it out the three uh the right. three agents. They're all like, Oh, so I mean technically that was a gift, I guess. He didn't really know he was giving it to him, but they didn't know they were stealing it. This guy s- now owes me income tax right. and gift tax. Right. Yeah. The, the squirrel was doing it, so I don't think there's any fault here. And this FBI guy's like, Yeah, this is out of my jurisdiction, I'm out. And the cop's like, Yeah, it's not really a crime, you know, okay, I'm out. And the IRS guy's like, Well, I'm done until April. You know He's like, I'll figure it out on March fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, until yeah. March fifteenth. Uh which is like oh okay. So they get off scot free. So then uh, fire department guy, uh, firefighter. Yes, he comes out and he's just like, and it, he's like, find anything inside? He's like, no, just this dead squirrel, and, it, and, yeah, and, and, and he's holding this dead squirrel. I know. And I, his I, eyes, I his eyes are closed, and, and, and then he and, opens his eyes, yeah. and he's like, oh, he wasn't dead anyway. And then and he, he like puts, puts him, him on a tree, and he like runs. And he's like, this so, is a much better place for a squirrel to be. Yeah. So like, great Rupert is he's alive and well. He's great. He's like, yeah, he was just overcome by the smoke. He puts him in a tree. No, no problem. Um. Uh, oh, so right. I don't. I don't know if it's right here, but the guy Irving or uh, the is that his name? Who who's the agent? Phil. Phil. Irving. Irving. Wasn't there the Irving, Irving Irving's director? The director. Yeah. Okay, so there was an Irving. Let Let's back off. <laughs> Call on the dogs. I'm high on ta- I'm high on taffies. Yeah, he's all high Not on enough. taffies. He drives up and he's just like, "Hey, uh, uh, Rosalinda." He's like. Uh, Listen to the radio and they're playing the the song that she wrote. And yeah, he's like, it's a big hit or whatever. I think it happens after. Uh, that might be the end. Because, yeah. yeah, that's the end. Because at this point, Jimmy Durante says he will rebuild the Dingle. That's home. true because yes. because he's we didn't, we kind of touched on it, but he he's in, he has invested in the town like in all of these companies. And so now yeah, he's to like the point super that rich. Now. The the baker shows up at one point, and the bakery company is now whatever and Amendola's. Yeah, yeah, at some point the Dingles are walking around the city, and she's like, "This is how he gets his money. Look, Amendola, Amendola," and it's like all of these businesses have his name on it now. Right. Yeah, because he had the money, to, and he was like, "Oh yeah, here's four hundred dollars to you." Is this and like so? All these businesses in town now are and Amendola, right? And um, so he does have legitimate income now. Yeah, and he can have this house rebuilt because yeah. he is part of all of the companies that could rebuild. House. Right, that's true. Yeah, it's just like oh, I'll get lumber for my lumber guy yeah. and bread for my bread guy. <laughs> Build your house full of bread and lumber. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, and and there's he's like Amendola, my you know my good friend. Like they're doing that. Like he's like, right. he's like, oh, you're gonna rebuild my house. Like I'm not, I'm not mad that you're unintentionally no, stealing you. all my money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that Dingle actually put it together. There's no indication yeah. that Dingle knows what happened to the money. Yeah. Dingle thinks his money burnt up. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're right. Rosalie. Re- realizes what happened. Yeah, and Amendola, and, uh, and Amendola realizes it, which is yeah. why he's kind of like, "I'll rebuild the house." Right. But the Dingles don't actually know. Yeah, that's true. That he got the money. Yeah. So they they think the money just burned up. It's just bad luck. Yeah. And that's, they don't yeah. have any insurance. So yeah, because uh, as I mentioned, he's like, "Pop, are we insured?" He's like, "No, those uh, those bloodsuckers don't get a dime from me." And then like, he's oh my like, god, oh, we're not insured. I'm not insured. So. Anyway, then they cut to the house rebuilt. Yes. And that's when the agent pulls up. And he's he's like, oh, everybody be quiet. And he turns the radio up. And it's uh, well, Pete's song. A melody for... Two orphaned instruments. Two orphaned instruments. Yeah. Jesus. And 
here's an interesting thing that I noticed that they don't actually allude to later. Like, they don't ever connect this. Uh-huh. But the agent points to Pete. When it, when it comes up, it's like, by Pete Dingle. And he points to him. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he knew, either he, he knew all along. He figured it out. Yeah. Or he figured it out. But they don't actually tell you that. And he then, just and, points and, to him. And then Pete and Rosalinda kiss. And you just see him like looking sad in his car because now yeah. he's like oh I guess she's not into me yeah <laughs> well I, I also like that she's like I just made you... a rich and it's uh, been a year uh, I've been courting yeah. this 13 year old <laughs> I got this stupid song on the radio with a harp and a yeah, tuba which is like no one listens to this yeah anyway it's so... a Herculean feat and, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go home alone so, just me and my bottle of scotch <laughs> I really like the part she says when are you gonna propose or whatever when are you gonna ask me to marry you and at no point does he actually ask her. No. And then they're all like, they're getting married. And yeah, I was no. like, okay, <laughs> that was forced, easy. Forced Circus people. That one. Yeah. <laughs> Circus people, man. You put on a good show, you'll marry anybody in the room. <laughs> so the very, very end is Joe, who's the, yeah. the owner of Rupert. Yes, the original. Finally coming gamer. back to where he dropped Rupert off. In the, in the park. In the park. And he's yelling for him. Yeah. 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 He goes to a place that, a uh, park. That he dropped him off like nine months before, <laughs> and he's just like Rupert, Rupert. He's like, he's like freaking yeah. out, like why he's not sitting here waiting for me for nine months. And and but this Rupert... is exactly where I left this corner of the... yeah. And he's like Rupert, I yelled three times, and then Rupert does he does run up. Yeah, he plays the music box. Yes, or yes, yeah. yeah. And, and he Rupert comes hears dancing it. out yeah. of the and bush. He, yeah, he pokes his head out of the bush, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, I know that song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and he does yeah. the dance. He's yeah. like, I got a, I got us a job, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it cuts. It's like a mini, another mini montage where they like, it's, 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 it. They, they do this in the fucking Bosler Elvis, where it's like the poster for the circus. And it's like circus acrobats, this, yeah. that, and then like a spotlight shines, and it's like, and the great Rupert, you know, and then it gets bigger and it gets bigger and, 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 and bigger and bigger, and then it's like yeah. the main attraction, and then it's getting pasted over the real yeah. poster because yeah. great Rupert's. He's a star now. He's box office now. He's, he's box, box office. office. That's right. Um, and then, but Great Rupert, if, if I like that, yeah. if, in Great Rupert, what he sees, like he doesn't know any of this happened. He's a squirrel. He doesn't know what he did <laughs> by throwing out the money and no, shit. No. He has no idea. He's just like, yeah, I lived in this house and now I, yeah, I, I hung out in the house for like I, six I months. I ate a bunch of nuts <laughs> and then I burned down. Like it's it's not tried smoking it's one a, time. That's just that's a Tuesday for Great Rupert. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not great. him. Yeah, now I'm uh, now I'm on top of top of the world. Yeah, Selling top out, of the pyramid. Selling there's, out uh, arenas nationwide. There's definitely not. Not, there's not nearly enough Great Rupert. No, in it's the yeah. great, called in the, the Great, great Rupert. Rupert. That's why they called it a Christmas wish. Yeah. That's why when they, re, they re-released it, they are like, we can't call it the Great Rupert. Everybody, whenever the Great Rupert's not on screen, everyone <laughs> should be asking, where's the Great I Rupert? I mean, he's the most interesting part of this movie. <laughs> he is. He's great. Um, speaking of it having two titles. Yes. You know, one of my favorite things to do is find out alternate titles oh, in yeah. different countries. Yeah, sure. So uh, I found... Loosely translated, the project in Portugal was entitled The Tide of Fortune. Okay. And uh, That definitely in... doesn't sound like a movie that has a stop-motion squirrel in it. No, it sounds like it's much more dramatic. Yeah, it's like a uh, Lawrence of Arabia type epic. And in Germany, it was called The Magical Squirrel. That's oh. a good title. It's a good title, but there's not enough magical squirrels. Yeah. No, no, no. 
Uh, that's that's all I could find. I don't know if it was released anywhere else. <laughs> they can't handle it. Uh, it's too much. Sweden can't handle it. I, I think it needed more Rupert. I thought yeah, there was, sure. You know, I actually thought, because I didn't look anything up when I, when I decided to watch this. I was under the impression by reading the uh, description yeah. that it would be something like the squirrel causes a chaotic scene where, like, you know, he's running across the street and there are cars that are missing him and whatever. And, like, I don't know, maybe the kids, Pete and Rosalinda, fall into each other and they fall in love and there's a Romeo and Juliet story. Yeah, right. exactly. That's where I thought this was going. Yes, from that, like, accidentally helps two down on yeah. family, whatever. And and it's like no, he steals from one and gives to the other. He's literally a squirrel Robin Hood. Right, and it's but it's not even stealing from the rich, really. No, and he doesn't even know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, but Dingle's an asshole, so fuck he him. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and, he's well, a, he is technically paranoid. rich. He's technically rich because he is yeah. receiving this money. Right. But yeah, it's it's actually a squirrel Robin Hood story. I thought it was gonna be a Romeo and Juliet meet cute. But squirrel the squirrel story. doesn't know he's Robin Hood. He's just like no. get this shit no. out of my house. Yeah, yeah. He's just put off by all this money in his house. He's an agent of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's such a weird structure. And, yeah, the story's, like, again, it's not at all what I don't think any of us were no. anticipating. No. <laughs> not at all. Because I was just like, oh. And then, it, then, like, then the movie moved on. I was like, I, well, I was really, yeah. Swirl? I was like, where is this going? Yeah. Like, I couldn't. I, I couldn't anticipate any turn we took. <laughs> no. And, like, for the most part, I think I think I liked almost all of the performances except Pete. Yeah. Pete, yeah, Pete I think, is a charisma vacuum. Yes. He, there's one. There, there's one. He's he, not terrible he all has, the time, but there's a couple scenes where I'm like, was this the only take you got? Because, like. He has one joke where it's, like, it's actually, like, a joke, and the guy, it's the guy, um. His shitty friend. Mulligan? Mulligan. He's like, I I heard you dumped a, a, a hot fudge sundae on a guy's head. And he's like, no, it was a banana or whatever. Yeah. But he, it's like, he says it like, the what's the least funny way I can say? Right. Like, he doesn't, it's like, no. It was a, if it was Jimmy Draney being like, no, you're wrong. It was a banana, whatever. You know? Yeah. He, yeah. Like, he'd be like, I heard you threw a like hot fudge sundae in a that, customer's face. And he'd be like, no, no, no. It was a banana, whatever. Yeah, he has like, one yeah. joke in this movie, and he just, like, fumbles it. Yeah, what? he is like, no, it is a banana. Yeah, it was yeah. a banana surprise. Who says, who, there's somebody who says, someone makes a joke, and they go, oh, it's just a little joke. And they go, definitely little, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like. Uh, was that uh, yeah. him? No, I think that's somebody working at a counter or something. I think you're right. I liked that. Because then it, cute. like, it cuts away nice. from yeah. them, and it's like... Right. Was that on their, like, walk date thing, maybe, or something? I don't know. Was, like, it, he outside. said something, like, definitely little, or, like, the littlest the I've heard. I've heard. Or, yeah, or yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, But, yeah, there's some scenes, like, him being, like, a puppy dog in love with her, like, that works. Yeah. But anytime he has to be anything else in this movie, he, like, doesn't know how to be. Like, the thing, you know, him waking up that guy in the middle of the night, and he's like... I am here for the job. Like I, like I was like, this is a weird. And I was like, okay, maybe it's just like okay, you know, because the movie's still early. Like at, right. that, at that, it's early in the movie, so I'm like, okay, and maybe like uh, whatever. And I'm like watching the next scene with him, and the next scene, you know, and he's talking to his dad, and I'm like, man, like even like the dad, Daddy Dingle, is like work, like acting circles around, and I'm like, you know, that's, that's a, so weird. That's a good point. I actually hadn't thought about it, but you're. 
it's clear you're supposed to root for him. You right. want him to get the girl. Yeah, and the but, way it's written where you're not sure if she genuinely likes Phil or not. Right. Like, you're supposed to be like, oh, Pete, my boy Pete's going to win her back. Well, like, and Pete's getting beat down by everybody around him. Yeah. But. Listen, he was dealt a bad hand to begin with. Come on, tuba. Yeah. It's not a sexy instrument. In like, 1950, it was. I don't even know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. But. I like that they had to make the agent so predatory yeah. that you couldn't possibly root for that guy. Yeah, because they are otherwise pretty indistinguishable. Like, right. They, I mean, they, they kind of look alike, right. honestly. They're both. I'm, I guarantee they both tried out for both roles. Right? Yeah. I and mean, they're just like, you be the son, you be the agent. Like, because they're both the same Right. <laughs> they're like the same guy. <laughs> they're all the same age. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't really care very much whether or not he got the girl. I just didn't want the agent to get the girl. Yeah, which no. I think was the opposite effect. That I don't think they wanted that. Yeah, no, I, I think, I don't think they wanted, I don't think they want you to want that. Like, cause he, yeah, cause he is like, he's a dick to Pete. Right. He's a, a dick to everybody. Yeah. He's, he, he, he's a dick to Pete. He's obviously very like, hey, sir, to the point where characters like comment on it. Like, oh boy, the boy, that agent sure is lusting after our teenage daughter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they're just like, and what are you going to do? It's the fifties. I guess he owns her now. <laughs> like, Jesus. Like, Listen, I don't make the rules. Uh, that was appropriate. You could ring the bell. <laughs> you earned it. I, I earned that. You thing. earned that it's one a, bell. It's a ring. Christmas miracle. Christmas wish. It's My a, Christmas wish was to ring the bell. The Christmas miracle is that we survived under your tree. Uh, yeah, for I know. For the last three I, days. Together, yeah. mind you. The There's no room in there. No. You no. I like to spread out. We've been breathing the same air for three days. Yeah, I found some taffy in there. He smells like taffy. I don't care. Well, I guess yeah. That that that's the movie. Uh, you know, anybody? Is there any uh, any final impressions? Not, yeah, know? like uh, it's a cute movie, but there's not enough Rupert. Yeah, I think it needs more Rupert. Yeah, yeah. it but, is cute, and for a Christmas movie, it's a good one because it is clearly like Christmas centric, and then moves on from that. But and that's is a, not the main thing. Of yeah, the movie. it is a movie besides just that. Yeah, I was surprised when they were like, it's the day before Christmas. I was like, is this movie, like, incredibly short? Because, <laughs> um, yeah, then, like, the, the next scene is the next day. I'm like, okay, so it's Christmas now. And, you know, a lot of movies, that's when, if it's a Christmas movie, they're like, all right, and then the end. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, Christmas. oh, this is going to be over soon. <laughs> this movie is 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But no, and, like, they actually make a whole movie out of it, and it's it's decent. Uh, I don't know. Brian, you brought this. Did you want to give your, your... I don't know if I was... I mean... I know it's only two hate watch or great watch. I've been here so many times. Still have not nailed down that the the ratings mean nothing. It's like whose line is it anyway? Points don't matter. Yeah. It's it's great watch or hate watch or just watch or anywhere on the scale. Well, or this episode is this one called Hate Rupert, Great Rupert. <laughs> no one hates Rupert. Yeah, I don't think anybody can hate Rupert. Uh yeah, I, it, it's a cute movie. It's like cute. There's some actually like laugh out loud funny things in it. The, Rupert is super cute and it looks great. Yeah, that's the best part of the movie. Also, when Jimmy Durante is just playing the piano and singing songs, he's great. Yeah, they they just put in a cup like two scenes. Just where it was just, like just do whatever. Yeah, and, go do your and, thing. And he's great. Yeah, yeah, he he is really good in it. Like again, yeah. in in a movie where bare bones you have to expect that the great Rupert when he's established in the first scene as the great Rupert a, a squirrel that does a whole bunch of you know things. a dancing squirrel right like you expect okay it's called the great Rupert he's in it I'm gonna see a lot of this and you don't, and you don't but 
you do have Jimmy Durante who is like entertaining enough that I wasn't like mad the whole Where's time. Where's the dancing squirrel? Yeah, yeah I mean, he's a show stealer, which is impressive considering there is a dancing squirrel. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine if like instead of like if they hadn't a cast Durante, if they, you know, got no. another guy that had tried out for the the Pete role or whatever, like it was indistinguishable like Some clown. Right. Like indistinguishable like leading man types to yeah. be like I'm the fu-, like slightly older like I'm the, I'm your dad we were a human pyramid or something like no, you, this would have been a much more disappointing movie you need somebody that has a ton of charisma and, yeah to make this work yeah and Durante does like yeah. he's like magnetic he's always doing shit on yeah. screen he's fucking always like moving he's and very shit. hard to like, keep up with yeah, yeah he's, he's all over the place because he's just like it's it's that he's been in show business for decades by this point yeah and and like it's that vaudeville thing of you can't just stay you gotta keep people entertained so like be moving around be walking do a funny walk you know like whatever while you set up this joke like it'll you know and he just kind of does that in this movie like he's never really sitting still he's like vamping for the camera like even him like spying on the daughter like he's big dramatic like, oh I gotta, get, I gotta fucking go hide like you know it's 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 good it's really good um yeah and that carries the movie because there's yeah. not nearly enough stop motion squirrels yes. <laughs> right i wonder if it was a budget issue i bet probably yeah. especially like if it's george powell's first uh producing credit and like doing this like, like stop motion there's only like the the sets are just the apartments and they don't do yeah, a they lot don't, they there's don't like move a, around a whole lot no there's yeah. like a main street set there's the drugstore and there's the two houses that's kind of it the park yeah that's it like the big like stunt is when them jumping off the, yeah, the chair on the timeites timeite my favorite that's yeah, my that, favorite that line that's a great great scene yeah I was just like where the fuck is this gonna go yeah. cause like you just you know that Durani's not doing a backflip in like right. a single yeah. take he's clearly not gonna do this also like he's too close to the ceiling, ceiling it's like none of this room. is gonna happen yeah, I was like oh boy <laughs> And I was like, oh, maybe they're going to do the same thing where they, like, do a reverse shot and it's going to be, like, some acrobat doing a backflip, you know, or whatever. Well, I kind of thought his head might go through the ceiling ceiling, and then you'd see the squirrel and he'd realize. Oh, my God. That would have been great. (laughs) (laughs) Mother, while I was up in the ceiling, I saw a squirrel with a $100 bill. I think I know what's going on here. We got to break into the dinky house. Or what is it? Dingle? Dingle. (laughs) But he would call it the dinky house. That's where the money's coming from. <laughs> Dinky's got movie. so much money, it's coming out of the walls. He's <laughs> um, got squirrels with money in the walls. Even his pests have money. <laughs> God. That's kind of where I thought it was going to yeah, go. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, instead, the leaf breaks. And instead of just being like, he's too big to jump on this leaf. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just riddled with termites. termites. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> he's like oh boy god yeah no that scene that whole scene is good because yeah. again when when <laughs> when Pete's like I have the music I've written for you it's uh, you know a melody for two orphan instruments if you'd like to play it and she's like sure I'll get my harp whatever I was just like oh boy where's this guy yeah and then it's good and you know, I was like oh it's actually like really nice and then like the movie's just like <laughs> like Jimmy Durant's like yeah fuck that <laughs> <laughs> teach you to be an acrobat, fifty-year-old man. <laughs> Let's do a backflip in your dining room. <laughs> it's fucking—it's so wild. 
Yeah, it's that's uh, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Uh, yeah, that's my my vote is. I think this is a great watch. It's it's low on the great watch. It's not like a necessary viewing experience. But man, if every Christmas you get to, you know the Christmas season, you watch the same handful of things, you could throw this in. Like yeah, this is a Christmas. Yeah, uh, watch watch this as a Christmas movie and like. You know, check it out. It's fun. And it's it's good all ages the Christmas thing. Why is it PG-13? <laughs> I don't know. I, well, that sex scene was just... It was just unnecessary, I thought. The termites. It's, 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 it's Great Rupert spending hundreds in a cat house. Yeah. Yeah, it's all ages. It's like... it's There's nothing in it that's... Like, like I said, like there's nothing in it that's too like sad or dire or anything. It's all played very light. And it's fun and cute and weird. <laughs> And yeah, it's funny. Um, so yeah, I think this is a great watch. Uh, it's, it's a great alternative to the usual Christmas time stuff. Yeah. And it's yeah. pretty much everywhere for pretty much nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Tina? I think this is a great watch. Yeah. I loved it. And I didn't awesome. think I was going to. And the best part is, I started it. I was about, I don't know, 15 minutes in. And Michael comes downstairs and he's like, <laughs> What are you watching? And I was like, "This is Beerman's pick." <laughs> it's a dancing squirrel. Just putting it up there, and and so I give him like the quick rundown of the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh!" And the next thing you know, I hit play, and he's watching it standing up, and then he's sitting down. Yeah. And then he comes back on a commercial break with a bowl of popcorn, <laughs> and we're like both like, totally invested. Film. Yeah, it's and we we laughed the whole time. It's good. Yeah. And. I was like, I think I need to add this to like my Christmas movie rotation. Yeah, it's a cute. If you have uh, like older family members or, or whatever who yeah. may not have seen this, yeah, they'd probably enjoy this. My mom came over for Christmas like I don't know, it was like four years ago or something, whatever it was, and just to have background noise while we were like, because we were like cooking dinner and right. whatever, and you know, in the other room, but like just uh, something. I was like, oh, I'll just put on Christmas movies. Yeah, that's what I do when my family comes. I just throw it on and yeah. leave it on. And, like, I think I showed her, um, it's this weird, I think it's like a Netflix movie with Michael Shannon. It's a Christmas movie where, like, he loses his job and he gets drunk and he dresses up uh, as, like, a, I think he just dresses up in, like, a ghillie suit and runs around. Uh, you know, ghillie suit's, like, the where you look like Marsh. Right, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, like, he runs around town and everybody thinks it's a Bigfoot. Um and so it, like, revitalizes this, like, failing small town, like, tourist spot. I have no... Does this really exist? Yeah, yeah. This came out a couple years ago. I can never remember the, the title of it, because it's got, like, a super generic, like, town name title. Um, Pottersville. Yeah, it's just, like, it's it's goofy and weird. So I put that on, and then I put on uh, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, and then it auto-played the next two after that. And that mm-hmm. was, like, the whole night. So we're, like, eating dinner and watching, like, half of a Santa Claus sequel or whatever, right. and they're all trash. I wish I knew this movie existed. Yeah. Because I would be like, oh, Mom, you'll love th- You might have seen this. Like, Oh, yeah, Lynn Wood. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, right what? Jimmy Durante dancing and a squirrel? And a dancing squirrel. Mm. And, like, it's, yeah, it's so much fun and, yeah. Yeah. So this is an all-around recommend. Yeah. Yeah. But Beerman, do you want to direct people to your social media yeah, no, I'm not on Twitter anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm on the Legends of Philadelphia podcast every Monday, and uh, that's 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 basically it. And I am gonna find a squirrel to teach to dance so I can make money. You know, people used to have pet squirrels. That was like a big thing in the, I think, 20s and 30s. Like that was like people would just find a squirrel, squirrel. and train it. And... I'm gonna do it. Yeah, there you go. It was like a pretty popular pet. 
Except that now we've just encouraged everybody to go out and yeah. grab a squirrel grab off the some street feral and bring it in your street house. squirrels. Yeah, yeah, kiss it on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> saddles, old white women with their little dogs. Uh, yeah. So sometimes I co-host a podcast. It's Hate Watch, Great Watch. I heard of it. You could find hate, it here. Oh, you mean hate? <clears throat> hate Rupert, Great Rupert. Rupert. Hate Rupert, Great Rupert. No one hates Rupert. Yeah, um, who could? You could catch it here, wherever you are. Every uh, other Wednesday. Every other Wednesday. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I beat Beerman. Sometimes I didn't I say it. <laughs> I didn't say that. You can follow my photography account if you want to. That's Tina Dillon Art. You can hire me to make your pictures. Yeah. Please. Squirrels. Squirrels. If you got squirrels. Squirrel models. Especially if they're trained squirrels, I will take your pictures for free. Oh, wow. That's a bargain. Sure is. So now, we, what we've set in motion is that everyone, based on Beerman's advice, will go out and grab you know, a squirrel, train a squirrel, train and then I'll take free pictures <laughs> of them. Yeah. And there will be a like, Philadelphia will be just like uh, the 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 new mecca for <laughs> trained pet squirrels. Yeah, with beautiful photographs. That's right. <laughs> Look at all these dazzling photos. It's shopped. Squirrel portraits. People feel like shopped. AI. Squirrel's not doing it. It's AI, AI art. Can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that squirrel dressed like it's Sean Connery's funeral? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can uh, email us, like I said, at uh, write, hate, watch, great watch. That's W-R-I-T-E-H-W-G-W at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter for now and Instagram. <laughs> um, we have a link tree. So that's uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash H-W-G-W. And that's... Where to find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and then also Movie John to listen to the episodes, and then it has like a mega... It's Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, whatever, that's one of the things. And um, since since The Great Rupert is on like archive.org, um, I'll put a link so you can watch uh, it on archive.org for free, but you can search it out, like we said, on Tubi and... Uh, Pluto. Pluto, yeah. Um, other free locations, you don't have to pay for it, and you can enjoy it. Uh, your holiday season or new year dropping new episodes into 2023 every other wednesday that's every other wednesday on the movie john podcast network moviejohn.com every other wednesday yep please consider donating to the movie john patreon that helps out a lot that would be great uh it's the only way to get feet pics <laughs> that's right Ew. as we established in a previous episode <laughs> the only way and merry belated holidays and happy holidays and happy new year and we'll see you all sometime in January. Thanks for listening. Guys, thanks for doing this. Yeah. Yeah, don't ever put me under yeah, tree I'm with you again. I'm not going back in there. I didn't I do it. That was, your guys, that was your initiative. I don't know whose idea that I was. Think was. I, I think it was Allison's and <laughs> she left us. She went to Connecticut and left us under the tree. Yeah, there's not even any holes poked in that box. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it was all full of Laffy Taffy. <laughs> <laughs> Gassed us and threw us in a box full of happy candy. so I can eat candy. Oh my god. Goodbye. Bye. Here, open it directly. <laughs> That is so noisy. Oh, it's like Laffy Taffy ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing?
I bet it you can make now. money off that. Now it is. <laughs> Beer is always innovating. He's like, cut this out. Cut this out. I want Adam a squirrel donut. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give it away for free. Don't ever give it away for free. You got charged for this Laffy Taffy ASMR. You're still opening it. <laughs> you gonna Start chew? Now. You gonna chew into the Adam, microphone? We're too? done now. Just chew. I'm gonna eat and peace. Do your best, Jimmy Durante, with a mouthful of taffy. I love these Laffy Taffies. <laughs> I write all the jokes on each one of them. <laughs> Toy mites. <laughs> Toy mites. <laughs> oh, shit. Woo. <laughs> I don't know.